Hey guys, Hydroberg here, Cut Above Horror Review. We are starting the new year off right with the Laugh Riot film Funny Games from 1997. It's Game On with episode 131, starting now. Cut my life into pieces! Good evening and happy new year from a cut above horror review. It's a podcast where we review all things horror. I'm your host Jacqueline and tonight we'll be reviewing funny games from 1997. Let's meet everybody else on the show. First up a very happy new year to you John. How are you? Happy New Year, Jacqueline. Happy New Year, Hyderberg. And oh my God, we're coming up on our third year as a podcast. So I-, I love you guys so much. Oh my <laughs> I God. I love you guys too. I love us are, also. You guys are yes. a bright spot in my life for sure. Mm. Same here. Yeah, I agree. And a happy New Year and hello to Hyderberg. I'm hey sorry. Haha, Berg. Yes, haha uh-huh. bird tonight. Yes, it's, in honor funny. of funny games. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the only time yeah. we laugh tonight. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> this episode may be a little short on laughs. Although I don't know, knowing you two guys, I feel like there will be humor to be had somewhere. Might be a joke or two in this one. I feel like might there be. might. <laughs> uh, yeah, but happy New Year, guys. How's everybody doing? Woo! Damn, we're like bringing in the New Year with a. Fucking uh, just a, a lighthearted movie, right? We're not fucking yeah. around here. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's 2024. Like, Bam, what? You want games. us to take things more seriously on a cut above? Well, here it comes. <laughs> oh, my that's God. What, that's what we said. That's what we were told. We are not yep. serious enough. We need to take mm-hmm. things nope. more no, seriously. Apparently not. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> well i'm glad to see you fellas um you know 2023 had its ups and downs in life and in film Mm -hmm. and uh let's let's start this year anew and see where 2024 takes us sure uh i do have one news story um because what i'd like to do is like kind of reflect on 2023 but i got one news story uh scott derrickson is returning as director for black phone 2 Electric Boogaloo? Yes, that is what it is called. Well done. Directed by Rob Zombie. Oh, I'm just oh, oh my god. Yeah. Um, that was a cheat. I know. I know. I'm sorry. First one of the I'm new so- year, and you just got to come on. I yeah. we, were, we talked about this. I had to throw it out there. We, because we talked I about this, news. John. I know. We did. Uh, it's expected to come out in 2025. So they're going to give it some time to mature and maybe work on the script. But yeah, Scott Derrickson. Nice. You guys excited about that one? Uh, no. I have not seen. <laughs> I don't know Black... what to say. I'm no, I'm not. I have not seen Black Phone one. Ah, oh. <laughs> so come on, man. I would actually Maybe. be curious to hear what you thought because a lot of people really liked that movie. I, I didn't hate know... it. But... Yeah, I didn't hate it. For me, it was like mid at best. But John, I would be curious to hear your opinion to hear if you know it lines up with with ours or if it's the things that people liked and disliked vary though i was in- yeah. interesting because like there's something like i kind of i kind of like the children actors but a lot of people hated them yeah so right. you didn't like them but Mm-mm. so so maybe we should put that on the docket for 2024 what the first one maybe. Uh, yeah first one okay. well that's okay even. sometimes i'm not gonna I, pick it sometimes i like episodes where i can just bitch yeah okay <laughs> so I don't know. <clears throat> um, it's maybe up to we'll you. Change, yeah, maybe we'll change some things around and I can put it on there. We're already planned uh, out for the next year. 
Okay, I know. <laughs> really, I know. We, to- really. we no. totally are. We um, do have October plan, though. I noticed that. We've all made our picks for October. We jumped on that one. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> uh, after that, um, I actually want to reflect on 2023 because we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Um, well, John, guys, why don't you start us off a little bit? Um, you want to tell us a little bit about maybe what some of your favorite horror films were from 2023? I think the well, consensus is it wasn't like the best year for horror, but what were the standouts to you, if any? Well, I actually want to start off by oh. saying thank you, guys. Um, March was a rough month for John. <laughs> um, I did go to rehab. And um, I'm very happy that you guys kept this thing going. Um, I love Heidelberg. I help. I love Jacqueline. Um, it was a very rough 2023 for me at the beginning of the year. But I, I love you guys for uh, just keeping this thing going, honestly. Yeah, man. This is our thing. It's a you labor know? of love. You know, we do it not for, you know, downloads or even listeners really i feel like it's sure it's primarily for us and that's our thing and you know we wanted to keep it we didn't want to let it fall apart even in your absence but of course you know having you back was the best gift and i have to say john i feel like you have um you know made a lot of positive steps in your life and i feel like things are leaps and bounds above you know where they were 10 months ago thank you and, and I'm really I had my for you. transparency too, like bringing it on the show and telling yeah. you, like you didn't have to yeah. do that at all. I'm gonna be like, hey, yeah. I went away for a little while, but and I think Understood. that helps inspire people to go through their struggles. You know, like to hear that, so. right? And the thing with me was just it, it was like listening to those shows. It's you guys kept the flow of this going, and it was awesome. Um, and again, you know, 2023 wasn't awesome for me, but. I think a lot of the shows that we did do together were fantastic. Um, Quesera. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Sorry, or less. I believe it's yeah. Hosera, honestly. Hosera. 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 The Bone Woman. <laughs> the Bone Woman. <laughs> uh, that was a lot of fun for me. Evil Dead Rise. Infinity Pool. That was a lot of fun for me. Um, we did a movie from last year, Pearl. I, I love that movie. Um, VHS 85. I mean, like for me, that it was just, it, it was a lot of fun to do. That was a fun episode. But um, I do got to get a, give a lot of credit to Jacqueline and Hydraberg. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are my family. And it, it's it been fantastic. I'm sorry. I, I no, enough so emotion. You, too, buddy. you guys. No, I love guys. it. I, I love a love fest. All right. Are you you guys go, Jacqueline? How about you? Oh well, Episodes. I you know I feel the same about you guys. I mean, you guys are some have become some of my best friends in my life, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. I look forward to doing the show with you every week, and um, it's something to look forward to all the time. You know, even like when life is good, when life is bad, it doesn't matter. Like this is something that's always there for me, and that I think it's that consistency that I think a is appreciated by our listeners. But yeah. also makes this like such a dependable source of like friendship and comfort for me. Like so, I'm going to therapy on Monday nights. In a way, yeah. <laughs> yeah in yeah. a way, yeah. Like I know it's always the there. I know or whatever. Yeah, it's I know like you guys that. are always there, and um, that means a lot to me. So it's it's I've said it before, but it's a really meaningful part of my life. Um, not everyone may understand that, but that's like that's what it is for me. So 
Uh, as ever, I am grateful for the both of you and I'm grateful for what we make together. So mm -hmm. just want to say that. Thank you. As for movies, um, I I literally only saw 12 new horror movies this year. I've been keeping a list. Mm. I only saw 12 new movies this year. Um, some of them were kind of disappointing for me, but if I had to choose my top picks, I would say Wesera was one of my favorite films of the year. Mm -hmm. I would say Infinity Pool um, pretty much ruled. I really loved Thanksgiving. That was like a really, that, really enjoyable movie for me that will definitely stick in my memory. Like that's a like I need that on on physical media like stat. Um, and then I would also say Good Boy, which I have like kind of proselytized about recently. Um, mm. The I forget if it's forget where it's from. It's something European, but uh, you know the one with the dog. I don't think any either of you guys have seen it yet. I'm aware you? of it. Okay. Yeah. Um. That was that was a. I don't know if it was like top three. That might be more of an honorable mention, but it was definitely memorable. So those mm -hmm. were some of my favorite uh, favorite movies this year. What about you, Hyderberg? Ha ha Berg. Ha ha Berg. Ha ha Berg. Ha ha Berg. I just want to say uh, love fest. I love you guys too. Uh, I do. I, I the same sentiments. I look forward to every week to you know this doing this thing is work. Sometimes we pay money to do this. It's a hobby. Well, you know what I mean? But it's just it's actually just being like paying a membership or something to be in a club just to get together mm -hmm. and talk about movies once a week. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It brings me joy to have these conversations. And then the fact that these things go out there and other people listen and it brings them joy. Well, that's awesome, too. And then we meet people through this, you know, like, uh, you know, all our friends and other podcasts and stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. You know, uh, podcasting is great. You know, uh, as far as movies go. Uh, talk to me. One of my top picks of the year. I saw Still that. haven't seen that. that. Yeah, we're gonna be covering it. So Infinity Pool, like you said, really enjoyed that. I love to see Junior Berg do his thing. I'm really <laughs> anytime he's gonna put out a film, I'm I'm there for it. Mm -hmm. Godzilla mm -hmm. minus one, great film. Still need wow. to see that. Great, yeah, me too. Great movie. Uh, they clone Tyrone. You can watch that on Netflix. That's a really fun film. Uh, it's sort of like exploitation, black exploitation horror sort of vibes. It's got all these different vibes to it. Um, I mean, I didn't see a ton of movies this year either that I can really. I I didn't. I missed Thanksgiving. I I didn't get to see One Evil Lurks yet. Um, as far as just movies that like I really enjoyed, I'm just gonna slip one in there from Cinemigos, Yojimbo, the samurai film that uh Rob introduced me to. I just really enjoyed that movie. As far as just like being brought into like a new film, I know it's not new at all. It's from like '61, but um it's a kurosawa film and it's it's just beautiful and and like really well done so i really enjoyed that and i have some honorable and, mentions and, just for in hydroberg real quick the road cinemigos podcast the last episode really good man thanks man Sorry. it's good go ahead it, it's a it was a good discussion it's a little heavier one but i like that it was I like having it was. the varied it's a heavy movie yeah it is yeah, it was yeah, oh my god movie book two yeah. um just Oppenheimer was a great movie. If you if you saw that in the theater, if you can watch that, I liked it. And the creator was really uh, interesting sci-fi that had like some emotions to it. That... What was that about? I, I'm yeah. not aware of that. Yeah, about, like AI, like in like um like physical form sort of. T um, and then there was like a revolt against them, and then like um, there's some humans that have tech on them, and there's like a war, and there's like this I don't know. There's like a prophecy about like a child or something. It's like I don't mm. know. It's it was it's called the pretty creator. grounded though. It huh. 
the creator. The creator? Okay. It's like as, as zany as it sounds, it was actually more grounded in like um just like an emotional, like more like the people than just like the I thought it was gonna be more like pew pew and it was more like cry cry a little bit. I was like, oh so I was like, you know, <laughs> and that's go, what sci fi is good cry, for. Cry. It can entertain you like on just an action sort of basis, or you can get real deep with it too. So um yeah. And The Last of Us, just honorable mention as far as the show goes. That was a great show. Um I really yeah. enjoyed that. It's a horror thing. Uh a couple quick moments for podcasts just for the year that I'm really happy with or proud of or just enjoyed. Brow Vember. I just, I mean, yeah. it, it was like, it's the scrappy little thing that just like did its thing. I don't know. Like, we don't know. I didn't know what it was, but it like it, should not have happened. But yeah, it but did. it was just fun as hell. We had some great guests. It was funny. Some of my favorite times just laughing on the show. I've never it seen anyone laugh that much in a month. Yeah, true. Um, Absolutely true. Also, October to Romero. It was brilliant. Yep. Five weeks of just like Romero, mm-hmm. you know, a whole block of it. It was mm-hmm. um good, great, great discussions. Uh, the films are we all got sick of zombies, but yeah, damn, but Jacqueline, nicely picked. I mean, yeah. really, you may be surprised was, by this. Yeah, uh, having Joey on the show <laughs> that happened surprised. this year. That was in January last year. I mean, <laughs> uh, it was. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was the was... first episode of last year. Yeah, that was, it was one year ago today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, our Grindhouse crossover with Give Me Back My yes. Action and Horror Movies was fun as hell. Doing double feature with them. Uh, really fun. Crazy idea. Hopefully we do something soon again with them. And Spoils of Horror maybe. Uh, like we did with Children of the Corn. That was fun as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I, we didn't say anything about this, but we hit 20,000 downloads this year as well, uh, which I haven't you know, posted about. Yeah, yeah, we did already. So Yay, I, us. I'm proud of that. And I'm just proud of that, that, guys. Yeah. I put out... Um, I put out Cinemigos too, which is not, you know, a cut above, but I wouldn't have done it without a cut above for sure, you know? So, Cinemigos, man. It's kind of like I, our again, sister podcast. Sister, yeah. yeah. It really is. And, and Heisberg, Rob, and John, fake John, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well done. Other guys. John. I mean, it, 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 well, fake John. Um, I love that podcast. Well it's done. It's really guys. good. It really is. Thank you. Check it out. It's fun, just like this one. We're we're mm-hmm. and we're starting to really like get a um a rhythm going. I feel like mm-hmm. we're starting to put out some good. I mean, I thought you already had one, but well, well we did. Yeah, but you know how it I is. think I, I think your chemistry is fantastic on this show. So yeah. you know, keep it up, Hydraberg. Keep it up, J- Fake John, and keep it up, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's it. I'm done, uh, Gavin. John, what were some of your favorite moments just from the show? Favorite podcasting moments. Oh God, I I just love the fact that we brought so many other um, like guest hosts on. Uh, James, mm-hmm. we brought um, right. G Baby. We brought brought Steve. We brought Nicole like on multiple times. We brought mm-hmm. Nick uh, Miles, Mikey from brought some um, fans on. Todd, yeah. we did Matt. Yeah, uh, anyway, let's see. We got Rob. Friends. We got Soju that came on. We had Amy Burke. Oh my yeah. god, love it! We had Andy Fantastic. for we had Andy for Gemini Home Entertainment. For the seven, for, yeah, for, absolutely. That was, and that was Kate. a different thing that we did. That there. was a was different, different thing. Yeah, yeah. It's got it good was. downloads yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. More than New Year's Kate, Evil. Download New Year's Evil. Yeah, we had Kate. Yeah, we had Spoils of Horror. <laughs> oh, yeah, we Kate. had um, the Cinema Villains. Like the week oh. I couldn't come on. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was a wild. Oh, the most chaotic episode we've ever had. Thanks, guys. Oh, we had Bonner. Oh yeah, we had Bonner on. Bonner, we had my friend Megan. 
Tyler. Ooh. We had uh, Seth. Yes. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Tyler. <laughs> uh, well, your other 2 p.m. Todd. 2 p.m. Yeah. Todd. Um, the guy that got us the Felissa Rose thing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's so sweet. The guy yeah. who got us the foot. The guy. I guess the if guy. he's not already our friend. He's one of the number one cutters, John. Come on, you, you know who he is. <laughs> I've been comfortable with this name for our fan base. We well, actually to... had Give Me Back My Action in Horror Movies and uh uh was it Good Beer Bad Movie Night or yeah, Pete. Yeah, yeah Pete. Pete. We had Pete on, we had Andy, like my former co-host, Andy we had Gilly? Anya yeah. on. Mm. We had um Jay, we had oh, we had a uh, no. yeah, Tyler. Yeah, we had Jay. Yeah, we you said Tyler, Tyler for oh, did, okay. episode 100. Yeah, yeah, Anthony. I mean, our guest list is dope, dude. It's it was fucking awesome this year. I feel like we need to somehow have like a party with all of these people because I like I our, our network is fucking rad. Oh, hey, hey, guys, it's me, Billy. <laughs> oh, and don't forget, <laughs> Billy, you didn't mention me. What's up, Billy hell, Presley Elvis, huh. man? What the hell? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and now this time when you would have been and then Rob and Zombie Rob Zombie. On the show. Yes. Oh my god. Yep. Rob Zombie's been on the show. Well, apparently Darcy the male, male girl is going to be I, on. She's on the like schedule. I saw that. Year. You clarified. It's on one of your picks. So I figured you you had handled that. I <laughs> right around my birthday I saw. So I was just hoping maybe it was like a gift or something. Fuck off. <laughs> what the hell, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Not what's... happening. I don't know how I can't afford her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would say I would I would agree with a lot of you guys for favorite moments from the podcast. Um, Brow Vember was absolutely hilarious, and it was like a joke that we took too far, but I'm glad we did. <laughs> Same. Um, October to Romero was rad. Um, it was kind of a Fucking nice change awesome. up from what mm-hmm. we've done in previous years for October. It maybe yep. is like a more sustainable way to do October. Yeah, I like it mm-hmm. actually. Uh, I, one of my favorite, some of my favorite episodes were Get Out Mm. with Sarah. I loved, um, let's see, I'm backing up here. I just got to look over the schedule. I loved our Rocky Horror episode. Yeah. Can I say one thing is that we celebrated our hundredth episode this past year. That's true. Hundredth episode. episodes. We got extra bonus content. Mm -hmm. Our extravaganza. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Our extravaganza. Um, I have to say, actually, Perfume was one of my favorite episodes yes. that we did. That was like kind great. of a rando. It was just a great discussion. Yeah, yeah it, was. it was. That was a lot of fun. I also loved our crossover mm-hmm. with um, Give Me Back Give Me Back My Action Horror Movies. Orphan uh, Carriage, right? Was that this year? Phantom Carriage. That was the Phantom end Carriage, of last yeah. year. Yeah, oh, that was the very was. end, the end yeah. of last year. Um, I really enjoyed our Silver Bullet episode with mm. Nicole. Um, and I really enjoyed that dis- that, that movie and that discussion. That was different. I enjoyed. I really loved our Barbarian episode with Stephen with and Leo. Leo from Spoils of Horror. He's very insightful. Yes, <laughs> I guess Stephen wasn't there. Is that what you're insinuating? Oh, he, yeah. I, no, he might. Oh. Came, oh. came in late. I got to. Oh, yeah, I got to meet. I got late. to meet Stephen from Spoils of Horror. So that was rad mm-hmm. this nice. year. Um, that was pretty cool. Hung out with some of the um, straight chilling boys and some other friends and listeners who live in the area so that was cool yeah it's it's been a great year um i really loved being on anya gore's podcast to talk about rosemary's baby I that was listening a to huge it highlight for me um it was like a dream come true to just sit there and talk about that movie for two hours i could have done it for two or four more <clears throat> but um yeah those were some highlights for me nice yeah. nice yeah so oh yeah we had you said logan right 
earlier as so. one of our guests. Uh, yeah, say Logan? yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That was good. So, yeah. And you know what? Just based on some of the stuff that's coming out in 2024, I think it's going to be an even better year. So. Oh, definitely. There's some new titles if we're going to cover anything new for sure. New and titles and stuff we, we already have, have cool on the schedule for a few months. I'm just excited mm-hmm. about everything we got going on. Get out the trash bags. Terrifier 3 is coming out. <laughs> Next Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys want to talk about what you're most excited for for 2024? Or is that jumping the gun? Uh, uh, Kenneth, you want to real quick? Go ahead. I was going to say that definitely the Nosferatu. Yes. I'm definitely interested in just because mm-hmm. I like that director. Um, I don't know. Uh, Peel's movie got pushed back, so that's not coming out this year. Well, it's undetermined. We don't know. I'm kind of interested in just like the smaller films that pop up because those seem to be the ones that like carried us this year. You know what I mean? So like, I think, I don't know. I kind of like those kind of, there's so many streaming services that are putting out originals too. So you never know Hulu puts out some great content. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited what streaming puts out. Yeah, we do. We do have a couple of, that are coming up from um, Shutter. I mean, yeah, again, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm with you. Heidelberg. It's like, dude, Whatever they put on Shutter, I kind mm. of interested in. Like, yeah, like what's that? We, we that's where we got that. You know. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jacqueline? Uh, my my top exciting movies for 2024 would be Nosferatu, Jordan Peele. If that comes out this year, I don't know. I mean, I we don't know when it was pushed back to. I mean, it could just be like a week. I don't know. Twenty five. Oh, for okay. Yeah, well, then, um, then I would say Terrifier three. Oh yeah, I forgot about and, that. And and Toxie. I mean, I am excited for Toxie. Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm not super excited about Night Swim. I feel like it's getting overhyped, mm. and the trailer to me looks like not enough of a setup for a full length film. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe that's the trailer's fault. I like the aesthetic of it, but I only saw the first trailer. I didn't watch the next one. I didn't want to. Yeah, well, they so did I'm rate crazy. it a PG thirteen. So, wow. yeah. well, that's not a deal breaker for me. I mean, no, 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 but um, I'm not excited for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey two. Oh fuck, Electric that. Boogaloo. No, thank <laughs> you. Ah, what about the Mickey Mouse one. movie? There's a Mickey. Oh, God. yeah, they're doing that now because it, it. Yeah. Fuck no! It's just free. like just stop. Just stop. No, I'm not into that. So. Um, real quick, I do just want to say one more thing about 2023. I want to give a little bit of credit to Skinamarink. That was a very polarizing movie, but it was like a very independent, experimental type film. And it actually got a theater release and a lot of people saw it and everybody was talking about it for a minute. And I mean, I think that's that's worth something, even if you didn't like the film. Sure. It's not. I mean, yeah, it was interesting. It was it sparked conversation. It was different. And, you know, just like when we did Gemini Home Entertainment, like I'm always interested in something somebody's doing that's different. So, right. Um, have you both seen it? I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. I saw I, it with. I um, think I saw it or I fell asleep. I, I can't. I don't remember. And <laughs> I the saw it in the theater dim, with. Uh, I saw it in the theater with Nate, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> did you? It's fun. Yeah. We went. I just I post on Slack uh, the day I was going. I was like, hey. Anybody want to go see this with me? I'm oh, going yeah, I remember that. Yeah. One o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Nate was like, yeah, I'll meet you there. And so you guys just sat there to... in the awkward silence for an hour, 45 minutes, however long that fucking movie is. It's like staring at a crown molding for 10 hours. <laughs> was it that good? The toilet's there. Now it's gone. Oh, my God. I mean, the Lego, wait, the Lego moved. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Jacqueline, was it that good? So, I mean, I, I, I will say I have mixed feelings about it, but I... 
I think I do applaud it for a lot of things. It, uh, you know, I, everybody seems I to feel a little differently long. about. That's my opinion. I but... think it, you know, it does test the patience yeah, somewhat. However, I will say that it really does succeed in creating a very unsettling tone mm -hmm. for reasons that you may not even like be able to pinpoint. Yeah. Um, and there are certain very eerie. It's very eerie. And for me, it's like tone and sound, atmosphere yeah. will go a long it way. Can. Yeah, for sure. In the absence of narrative. And so now there's a short and it's done very effectively as well. I have not seen that. Yeah. No, and I think most people could not argue with this. The trailer itself was scary as fuck. The trailer like, for Skinnamarink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, because we were like, oh my God. And there's like, oh, like stimulation in too. Like house. there's noise. Yeah. There's noise in, in the house. You know, even and... the silence is sort of noisy. It's, yeah. like, you know, it's an interesting, it's like an experimental sort of thing. So I, I, I definitely applaud that. I just don't know if I want to sit in a theater and watch like two hour films of this nature. I don't well, know. Just like, to try it at you home. You see Outwaters? You know? I watched Outwaters and like, I was like, I can't even no. see what's on screen right now. Like, no, I, I never did watch that one. Know. Yeah. But I anyway, I just, I applaud Skinnamarink. I mean, some things about it worked for me. Some things really tested yeah. my patience, but I, I, um, I give credit to, to movies that try something different. And frankly, I hope we see more like that. You will. It's time. definitely going to. You know, you're going to see like some new subgenres probably opening up. You know, yeah. sure. And so yeah. I, I appreciate that. I, I, I don't want all my movies to be smile. You know, I don't what? want them all. To... Yes, it's true. I said it. <laughs> I don't want all my movies to be like formulaic, big, big budget, predictable pablum. So that's my piece. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Now there's a that. talk about awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's fitting for this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, shall we start talking about funny games then? Sure. John, it's your yep. pick. It is. Wait, this I thought is... it was Jacqueline's pick. This is totally a Jacqueline pick. It is? I feel like this is a Jacqueline really? pick. Really? Tell yeah. me more about that. I just this is a total Jacqueline movie. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know well, it's no. John's pick. I'm not, yeah. I'm not I know. No, I know what you mean. This is like, like Jack Jacqueline. Jacqueline brand. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, this was John's pick. And we... I moved I moved this movie around for the beginning of the year. Um, so I picked this movie because I actually did not see the original. I saw the remake first. Uh, mm. okay. I think I did too. Yeah. Okay. Odd, and, but okay. Um, I'm glad we're going to talk about this movie. So. There's a lot to talk about, I think. There is. There I literally is. wrote an essay, you guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I literally wrote Damn. an essay. Right, is that a good or a bad thing when you it, write it means, more notes? You know what? It means I had a lot to say, which is way better than when I watch a movie and feel I have nothing to say. So, uh, sure. Okay. But, Fair but enough. I have a feeling you guys have your own. Um, I have stuff know, to say. Many thoughts. I do too. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we're talking about Funny Games from 1997. This is the original Austrian production, not mm -hmm. the American remake with Naomi Watts and Tim Roth. From uh, 2007. From ten 2007, years 10, yeah. 10 years later. So, yep. John, would you like to yeah. kick us off with fucks or sucks? Well, I would like to say that, uh, boy, um, <laughs> this movie is like a woman you meet at the, oh, at God. the bar. No, I'm just kidding. I'm so <laughs> kidding. I'm so kidding. No, it's, you were going to say like it, a grocery store or something. A grocery store. So yeah. It's like a woman um, encounters in other places besides bars. 
like a beautiful woman that you meet in her house while doing sure why not laundry. why not um no i i'm gonna say that this is a person that you're very attracted to and you had the best fuck of your life but this person like just stalks you shows up at your work and um will not leave you alone but you can't stop thinking about this fuck so this movie fucks okay <laughs> all right i was wondering where that was gonna go it's kind of yeah. taking some different yeah. directions there i wasn't sure it was gonna happen no no it's and a it fuck fucks. okay yeah, hydroberg yes. hydroberg what say you does it fuck <laughs> or does it suck uh this this is an awkward sexual encounter that lingers a little too long and really makes things uncomfortable and when asked to leave they don't and then things get out of hand and then you end up having sex like violent sex but you don't love it it's an awkward flaccid fuck okay <laughs> i don't know i could be talked yeah. okay could be All talked right. up but how about you jacqueline yes does this movie fuck or suck to be honest, I have very conflicting feelings. Mm. There are oh some there are some things this movie does that absolutely fuck. Mm -hmm. But there are other things that just do not hit the right spot for me. And so it's one of those cases where I feel like, you know, I almost want to give it two different like approaches and so um <clears throat> but if I'm going to compromise, I will I will say this comes in at a flaccid fuck for me. With room to grow. <laughs> with room to grow. Okay. Because it? it's like a boner. <laughs> I... <laughs> thanks, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. All right. John, you want to uh, give us the spoiler warning so that we can. Sure. It? Yeah. We'll talk about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> boners. Gonna Is that we're going to talk about boners. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We're going to talk about funny games from 1997. <laughs> if you have not seen this movie. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> watch it and then come back to find out what yeah oh my yep. god all right hydroberg give us your reach around give us the first reach around of 2024 yeah. let's okay. have it let's have it ready i'm ready a family on weekend vacation become contestants on a deadly rotation prisoners of their own isolation as tom and jerry show on the scene something is off don't know what i mean all of this mayhem is showing on the screen for perverse individuals with psychotic pleasures who take entertainment from others' displeasure. They're suffering the true treasure. Men of the house takes one to the leg, tee off the bone without using a peg, as tensions they rise and powder the keg. Their trip ruined by Beavis and Butthead. The young boy ran and ended up dead. Then mother was caught after she fled. Resistance is futile, but please continue to struggle. Your killers have gone through such terrible trouble. To make an eventful evening for this young couple. Whoever gets off on this madness, you should all be ashamed. Ask yourself, why do I enjoy this and where lies the blame? As you finish the film titled Funny Games. Ooh. <laughs> nice. I love that. Nice, nice, nice. Way to work in that uh, kind of meta quality to it. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Well, this um, film sort of has that. Uh, it absolutely does. Nice. Breaking the fourth wall. I mean, 1997. Breaking the fourth wall like that? I don't feel like that's revolutionary or no, it's like not. It's but not I revolutionary, mean, but, but it's, it's unusual. It's, it's uncommon. Worth talking about, for yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I don't. Know, you just want to get into that, the fourth sure. wall breaking, or like what we make of that? Sure. Because that's the most head scratchy thing for me in this film, where it doesn't Was it? only. I don't. I don't really know what's um what's with the rewind button and um like what's with that. I don't know. What do you make of that? Be I know we're like it's because we're the viewer. 
right? And like all yeah. this is meant to be almost like orchestrated for our sick pleasures, I guess. You know, who who watches this kind of stuff? Kind Who's of it? Deal. Peter and Paul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two characters. Or Tom and Jerry, mm-hmm. Beavis and yeah. Butt. Yeah. Beavis yeah. and Butt. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's an interesting idea, but it kind of comes out of nowhere. And I don't know that the film really like lands that mm-hmm. for me. I like the home invasion thing and the idea of these people going around this like lake community and just like terrorize, like nobody knows what's going on silently. They're just killing house to house. I like that. Right. But it also like brings up like what happens at the end of the movie, which was fantastic. You know, I mean, to me, it was like, ooh. I, you mean I, him going on to the next family or what do you oh, mean yeah. by the end of the movie? What, well, going yeah, to that... the next family, next house, whatever it was. Like, yeah. looking no, I know. I scene. think that's, yeah, that's clever. Yeah. So, I mean, I almost feel like I'm just jumping into my review, but um, I I agree with you guys that the part of this movie that really works for me is the home invasion story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that it is tense, uses some really effective suspense techniques um for example the fact that there's no um like musical cues no the Um, camera lingers on things and sets up like a scene very yeah there are times when the camera is focused on something that is not the focal point of the Mm -hmm. scene and we kind of have to guess what's going on for example when paul is in the kitchen making a sandwich and we hear the gunshot and we hear anna cry out but we don't know who got shot. You hear a tussle. And then it lingers on the TV. We see the TV with blood all over it for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, and Paul says something like, well, you weren't supposed to shoot him. You were supposed to shoot the one who's left. But we don't know who, which him. Like, well, it, he ran. You know? <laughs> and so you're sitting there for like longer than you would expect to for sure without knowing who got killed and so things like that happen a lot there's a lot of times when people are talking but you don't see their faces you're seeing their feet or their hands like what are their hands doing um so a lot of the violence actually takes place off screen and then exactly we see it we see the carnage after that's right so it's a brutal film but you don't actually see the graphic gory moments um I think the acting performances are splendid. I think mm-hmm. the the invaders are really excellent as these these characters. So and I think awkward. the family, yeah, I think the family is really convincing in their terror. So, like, if this were just a pure home invasion movie, like say The Strangers, mm-hmm. I think it would work really well. Um, but since you brought up the topic of the fourth wall breaking, um, so. Michael Haneke has come out and and said that this is his idea of an anti-horror film. He did not want to make a horror film. He abhors violence in movies and he abhors how he feels that audiences, particularly American audiences, have become desensitized to violence. And so this is kind of a meta commentary on that where he made a violent movie and I have opinions about that, but I'll save that. But specifically to address your opinion about the fourth wall breaking, I think it's um, it's it's a way of like separating himself, like separating the filmmaker from the film itself to like comment on it mm-hmm. through one of the characters. And so one of the characters is like, look, do you see what's going on here? And the rewinding, it's like it's subverting all of our expectations. Like the character of Paul acknowledges our expectations. Like, oh, you right. probably want the family to live, don't you? Oh, should we just stop this all right now? But you probably expect yeah, you like, a developed yeah. ending, yeah. you know? Um, 
And so the rewinding thing I actually think is really interesting. I don't know if it's like successful, but I think it's interesting. And that it's like it's like subverting our expectations of what's supposed to happen in a movie the same way that he's subverting our expectations of like who's gonna live, who's gonna die. And like Mm -hmm. Well, I I thought it was successful because you actually saw the 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 that character die or get I know, and it's so satisfying for her to shoot that guy. It it really was, but then like everything it, else is off screen, you know. Yeah. It, um, everything that's true. That that's we, actually the violence that we do yeah, see on screen. They what pull. we consider like abhorrent was the dog dying, the child dying. Do. You know, yeah. you Not know. It was like you didn't yeah. see that, but you saw this guy get killed, but it got reversed because he found the remote. I, mean, I just felt kind of weak. Like I would have been more okay with like. He dies, but then the other dude, uh, Paul, still kills the family. And, like, you know what I mean? So at least they got yeah. one of them or something. I don't know. Well, I, I think I, if I, they I, were going to do the rewind thing, like the super meta stuff, I think there should have been more of it. More of it. So throughout. when's the first time that it starts? Because I picked it up when... The, when she's looking for the dog. Hot or cold, right? Yes, yeah. when she's looking leaves, for the dog. turns backwards mm-hmm. and looks at us. And he's like... And then I'm like, is he doing that to Paul? And I mean, Peter? And I'm like, no, wait, Peter's in the house. He's watching the kid and, and watching yeah. George. Was this your first time watching this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, you had, saw, but you had seen the remake. I, I think I, I mean, I, I saw the remake seen, first for me. Yeah, I don't think I've before I saw this movie. I believe I've seen the remake. Okay, yeah. I remember what's his name? The um, uh, what's Roth. that? Tim Roth. Oh, the uh, the kid uh, Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, Michael Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. Michael Pitt. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah. So I I I mean, there's so much to say. I don't really know. Where I to like go. the tight, like just the beginning, and we get the shot of the the family in the car, and they're doing family stuff, and they're you know, Listen and then just opera. like the contrast of just boom, <clears throat> they're like death metal, yeah, yeah, games, and <laughs> oh man, that's totally giving you like the just the tone of like here's what you're in for right here, like yep, you this know, well to do family, and then yeah, nah, it's very aggressive. Right. But it's yeah. cool. it's, you know, it sets the contrast, I feel like, in the first five minutes of like what we're going to be getting. And we get mm-hmm. that interaction with the neighbors, but it's like something's off. Mm-hmm. Oh, why was uh, so-and-so being kind of like rude or whatever? Or like, wasn't she? Were, were the two the, kids out there? Yeah, like, they were out like, there with them. Oh, OK. Like, OK. The, the intruders, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the the yeah. daughter was missing. Mm-hmm. So I actually wish that one of us on here had not seen any version of this movie because I wonder, like, I don't remember how I, I remember felt about remake. this the first time I saw it. But it's like, because we were all f- at least somewhat familiar with some version of this movie, it's like, I think we could all probably figure out, like, when they first pull up into the town and they see the next door neighbors and they're like, why was he acting so strange? And she didn't even say a word. I mean, like, I noticed the white gloves like, as soon as Paul came over yeah. to help with the boat, too. I was like... Mm-hmm. But like it's like the, I didn't really have any suspense in that moment because I was like, oh yeah, that like they're they've already attacked them, and yeah. so I just want like I don't remember whether I that was so clear to me the first time I watched it, and so I wish that like one. I of like that that they're the they're already doing their thing somewhere else, and like this new family just happened to come into and stumble into it, and now they just became the next victim. Like they, I like that too yeah. because. I think that sets it up that this is a real cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we, you know, they go on to the next family at the end, but I think it's more effective having three families and we've focused on the kind of middle one, but yeah. we mm-hmm. started off with kind of the tail end of the first one and we're starting off yeah, at the very beginning of the there. next one. Right. Uh, and so and, I think that's. I, I, I love the fact that the, the first kid, uh, Paul, is that the, is that the, well, the high one that came in? The well-spoken yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, like, he came in, he's just, 
We want eggs. That's no, all. No, no, no. That's Peter. Peter. He's like the greasy looking, sweaty one. Sweaty one. Yeah. yeah. He's a little yeah. greasy looking. He looks yeah. like the the guy, the kid growing up from uh, Willy Wonka. Ah, well, that's I don't know if I don't know if that's accurate. Why he lost a little weight? Oh, well, okay. Now he's just Maybe. a little tubby. That's all. As, they, as he called him. Well, that is that, he's that's cold he in the movie. Him. Barely. I thought that was harsh, but I don't know. Maybe as soon as Austrians... I saw the dog, I knew. I was like, this fucking movie. I'm thinking to kill the fucking dog. I know it. I already knew what kind of movie I'm into. So I'm like. Yeah, but you didn't see it until like, like the yeah, dog but you heard it. Out of the... I know, but you saw the car. And they should have looked dog. for that dog way harder. After yeah, I know. Like, come I know. on. A little bit I more. I know. That was Fuck another really well done suspense moment where. Like you heard the dog barking for like mm. throughout the wow, first yeah. chunk of the movie, and mm. then later Paul pulls the golf ball out of the pocket, and they're already scared. And he's like, oh, "The question is, why do I still have this golf ball? Mama knows. <laughs> I took it outside to practice with the golf club, mm. but it's still in my pocket, which means I didn't use it." And so it's like mm. that's when you kind of realize you're like, "Oh, I haven't heard the dog bark in a while. Oh shit, you know." Yeah. I and figured so I, he killed I think the that was dog. Another really effective already. moment. I, I agree. And, I, yeah. and you know, he even uses the golf ball in another really effective way towards the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, that's really effective. Somebody comes, comes into the house. He's hoping it's Anna, but nobody says anything. And then you just hear the ball hit the floor and, and then it roll. rolls into the door frame. And you're like, Fuck. it's such a weird shot, too, because it's like we're looking at a golf ball that just rolled across his floor. But like, it's there like, should oh, be nothing so unsettling because of what it signifies. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like that red ball bouncing down the stairs in the changeling. You guys know mm, that yes. scene? When you're yep. like, oh my god. See, that's like, a that scene. ball should be in the river! Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers! No, I'm just kidding. Oh, sorry. The ball no, is fine. not in the river. It was a nice dog, though. It was, it was going after the meat in the fridge. I was like, get it. That was get a cute meat. dog. I love yeah, was, a German Shepherd. And he was doing his job. He was protecting, trying to protect his family. Yeah, they should have listened to the dog. Yeah, they should have. Yep. Like, he didn't guys, like them guys, right off the bat. Guys, 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 guys. That's yeah. not good. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he met Paul, he was like, "Nah, I don't like you." Yeah, he's like, "Nah." Ralph, uh, Ralphie, Ralphie is that Ralphie. cute? Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Anyway, oh, yeah. So the yeah. neighbor comes over, Fred, with to move the boat, and I think it's interesting that like this is where we get the first introduction to the one of the killers, right? And then like then we later on like we forget about Fred, right? Because they must have you know finished off with fred and mm-hmm. dumped him and his right. wife or whatever and then mm-hmm. you know started on this new couple so it's interesting i like how he's there for a minute and then later on we're just like oh and then and our our um our family thinks that fred is still in play like oh well fred comes over because they think these are fred's guests but they don't really know what's really going on so it's very interesting yeah okay but the wife the wife is at the end of the movie right no no, Murder? that's the couple the that they met on the boat, boat like when they oh, sailed up to their dock. Gerda, like, Robert, oh, and when okay. did you get it? Gerda and Robert, okay. yeah. And Got Gerda it. something. It. it was the name. It was like it was a funny name. It must have been a relative. Gerda Schwester, Schwester. I don't speak Austrian, so I don't know. But I just remember Gerda and, and Robert. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But, okay. uh, I, I like Gerda friends. too. She seemed like a like a tough cool. broad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she did. Like no nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "Who are you?" To the guy. Yeah. Well, so I think one of the really interesting things about this movie is the way that the killers, I think that they're sort of unusual. 
because they play on a lot of like social niceties and they really rely on politeness. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting how politeness gets them so far in this situation yep. and allows them to ingratiate themselves into these people's homes where like no mo- like nobody would like everybody would know that it's a bad idea to let a stranger into your home, but because they're polite and because they have created an illusion that they are known by people that are the family knows and trusts, it's like it. it Look at how they dress too. Yeah, it, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. they come across as high class. Mm-hmm. They're well spoken. They seem well educated. They're they're just very like they're very like presentable upper crust looking people and that goes such a long way i'm Um, curious if it started the trope of like uh, a family just trying to be too nice you're trying to be very yeah being very nice and it's Mm -hmm. like i'm uncomfortable but i'm just being nice it's like a, it's like a social pressure like we just feel so collectively bound by social norms and like responding right. to people with politeness even when right. we're uncomfortable like the fact right. that he keeps asking yeah. for the eggs yep and it's yep. it's it's overstepping it doesn't mm-hmm. seem threatening yet but it's it's no. definitely overstepping it's and it's pushing it is, the boundaries it is pushing mm-hmm. beyond Slowly, those, the those entire social yeah. norms yeah but yeah subtly you know they mm-hmm. don't just start out hitting people with oh my clubs. mistake i broke the yeah, so just give me I some more and I'll be on my order. way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so, sorry about that. Uh, sorry about breaking I, your phone. I'm, I, I'm clumsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, I push your phone into the water. And, sorry. Like it's presumptuous, which is off-putting, but it's not threatening yet. And so Correct. Anna still feels the need to respond as politely as possible, even though yep. she's clearly annoyed and should be. Oh, you mm-hmm. know, like so if somebody demands more eggs after they've just broke it, so, well, you're still going like, to have what? four left over. I don't owe you like, anything. What, exactly and and so i think that that's like a cautionary tale in being too polite when people are making you uncomfortable but i think we all do it and especially women i think Mm -hmm. we are definitely conditioned to come across as very nice and polite and accommodating and that shit can really get you in trouble Mm -hmm. absolutely i feel that's where it became a trope right i mean like to me it's like this movie kind of pushed that into a trope where it's just like I gotta be nice, but I'm hesitant. I guess. I don't right? know. Um, I feel like social niceties are definitely things that might have come into play in some older films, but this film is definitely probably one that put it where it's like, yeah, you might be right, John. Like some, like a negative, like a film. It just really came highlights. Out, it. Yeah, it really yeah. highlights it. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do like some of the dialogue that Anna delivers here, where she's like, uh, when she starts getting a little fed up, she's like, uh, "Before you destroy the rest of the kitchen, perhaps <laughs> yeah. you should take the eggs and leave." Yeah, and then the good. dog's barking at that moment, and he says, "I'm really sorry." And Anna says, "So am I." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it's time to leave. You just come on. Yeah. Here's your eggs. Because yeah. even she even says, "Should I wrap them the next time?" And he's like, "You don't have to." It's like idiot. You just broke the other four. Yeah. Or he goes, "If you want yeah. to," and she's yeah. like, "If no, I we're want to, them. like, oh, I was just dying to wrap some eggs for you, Your <laughs> Highness." Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then when she yeah. goes into the foyer. They're both in there all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? right? And then it's like, and mm, yeah, that's so unsettling. It's like, how dare you just enter my home? Like, you have no right to be here. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. be here if you're invited or welcome. One kid was can't... invited, you know, but he was about to leave, and now all of a sudden the other guy's in there. Yeah. Well, and then when she does start getting frightened and is trying to throw them out and get the husband involved, they mm-hmm. again play on social niceties to try to like smooth it over. 
Like the mm-hmm. way that they say things like, I don't understand why you're suddenly being so unfriendly. Uh, <laughs> like, cause th- that's like an insult, especially to like a woman, like to be accused of being rude is like, oh no, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. it's designed right. to elicit like sort of an apologetic response. Or when he's like, I've never had something like this happen before. You know, like I've never been treated like this. It's supposed to make you feel like you're being the rude one when right. they are being the rude ones. Or, I, you know, I'll have to tell Fred and Eva about this. I wish her husband, like, reacted a little sooner. He needed to back her up. Yeah, right yeah, away. He like, he went to eventually, but he hesitated. Like, you got to go. She's the woman of the house. She feels uncomfortable. You weren't there. She's re- she trust her. She's telling you, get these guys out of here. That's it. Exactly. Here? It should not. Ma- he should not even. I don't need an explanation from total nope. strangers why my wife doesn't want them in my house. Like, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I could not agree with you more, Hydraberg. I'm like, stop mm-hmm. asking questions and do what your wife says. Yeah. Like, yep. if your wife is clearly disturbed by these people being here and is demanding that you throw them out, you fucking throw them out. You don't ask for yep. their side of the story. No, thank you. I'm I, sorry. Like, Anna has like that final girl energy i feel like you know what i mean if if, if this, there was one to this film i kind of hate when they get rid of her i was like i hope she's attached to the rope yeah, it, well george nothing george works out rea- the knife george reacts to the dog bark he's yeah. like why is the dog barking you know and that's why he comes up right well no but yeah but by then also what's his name had gone outside and killed the dog so sure but but I, he reacts to the yeah, dog he heard the dog like make a yeah. noise yeah Mm-hmm. And he told, and then he uses like, that later to. Oh, and then the that knife jumped falls on, me and I... on the boat, and I'm like, "That's going to come into play later." And it does, and except it, it when did. she tries to use it, they just grab it from her and throw it in the water. Again, I think subverting <laughs> those expectations. Yeah. Like they yep. set this up as like the gun on the mantle. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to be important later. Mm-hmm. But it just like fizzled and out. And if they had thrown her in the water and she had it on her, so I was like, "Oh, maybe she'll cut the rope." <laughs> nope. Nah, she should have. She should have done that. Yeah. But yeah, the husband should have reacted differently. I I did not like his his manner there. I thought it was because yeah, he um, let them get like behind him and like the upper hand of the situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when it went violent, they totally they broke his like leg. Like they had to break that bone. Okay, let's talk they, about that. They never show we? it. What? So I don't know. I feel a little bit unconvinced by like I mean how I'm not bad a, it I'm was. I'm not a golfer, yeah, but like, would you would it really be able to break somebody's femur with a golf club? I mean, if I don't you hit know it how directly heavy they with are. that club. I think yes, but you have to swing well, like not with the stick part because I feel like that the, might bend. With the head, you have right? to hit it with yeah. the head for sure. Yeah. yeah, and it looked bloody too. Yeah, like I just don't. Well, know if, if I'm it, convinced, if, like by the that bone injury. was sticking out, but like it, they didn't show that. You know, yeah, or they could have just yeah. busted from the hit. But at first, I thought it was just like, okay, they fucked up his leg. But then later on, it's bleeding, and I'm like, well, what kind of injury? Well, is I, really... I I thought I thought I the thought idea, yeah, I thought the idea of it was like very gruesome, but it just it, it was like that's so. I kind of get it. I was like, oh, we'll take out yeah. the main male role in the yeah. uh, you know in the family, the yeah. biggest threat, and the then, biggest physical threat, and it makes what Anna's going through even more like. Yeah, because George, George is just like he's incapacitated like the whole yeah. movie. Like after that, he's just like, I yeah. can't move my leg. And it's like, yeah. what is he like? A lot of pain. I can't move my leg. I can't move <laughs> my, leg. my wife. I'm sorry. He was kind of useless. I was annoyed. Yeah. He was. He but was. that's part of I mean, his like as a man. He yeah. felt useless. And so that's supposed to like he, there's a scene in this movie where he's emasculated and yeah, she's it's damaging in the exact same scene, right? When they make her get nude and yeah, he has so to they're... tell her to do it. Right. 
Yeah. yeah, they're they're humiliated in different ways. Like he's humiliated yeah. by his ego, like mm-hmm. the assault to his ego, and she's that humiliated one, sexually. Of his, book. like to me, that was a great scene because yeah, it's just like he everything. can't even look. And, and they didn't show it. They no, didn't they show like all this stuff, and it was I'm just like glad they don't. Uh, the same here. I was enough, just right? like, you know, he's looking away, and he's just like, oh my god, I can't do anything about this. <laughs> I was like. Whoa. You notice we see her body later when she changes to like go running to run. Outside, sure, like right. Sure. So it was like the same yeah. thing almost, but it was just like the well, moment like, when it was really revealing. Like, oh, you want to? Yeah, we're gonna look at her. We're gonna ogle her. We don't see it as an audience, and then they well, immediately Paul, make her put her clothes on. It was just a minute. Yeah, immediate. Peter or Paul, whatever his name was. I mean, it was just like he's like, see, no jelly rolls. I was yeah. like, oh. She's okay. a great actress, by the way, because there's she was really awesome moments where she's got like okay. snot on her face. Oh my not wiping god! Not it off or anything. I'm just like, yeah. I feel so bad for her. And she the went hard for this. Around her eyes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Good. No, I, I, delivered. I, I thought the acting in this was fantastic. You know, yeah. you know, yeah, I thought it was all outstanding. Actors. And Did the you little know? boy was very believable. Like yeah, absolutely. He was not an annoying child actor. He I so I didn't love the boy, but you're right. He wasn't like an annoying there just there wasn't much to him, I think. That's all it was. It was like yeah. nameless kid, sort of. I didn't even know his name was George. In in IMDB, his name's like Skorsky or something like that. I thought. Huh? No, yeah. his name is Georgia. He's named after his dad. They're both named Georg. Yeah. yeah. And and he's Georg Jr., so they call him Georgie. Hmm. Um, you guys seen like that scene where he's walking through like the the, the lake the and he, oh, he yeah. goes to the house? Oh my that was god, great. Oh. It was very suspenseful because yeah, he doesn't have that name in the. Uh, it, there's there's so many moments where you like there's hope that like oh maybe somebody will pull something yeah. off here and then it doesn't happen when he goes to the neighbor's house. Yeah, yeah, and then he runs yeah, around man. with his pants off. What was he doing? He his pants were wet know, and he was I leaving yeah, tracks. Yeah, so weird. Was, and then he's he was running around. To, like, I thought really that was loud. a smart like, choice. Oh, down, yeah, was I agree. It's like he was man. wearing like overalls or something like that. Yeah, and he I took them off. He's just like, okay, okay. But and then he sees the he, he sees the neighbor like wife or something like that. No, that was sissy. That was the daughter. The daughter that he had wanted to play with. Yeah. Oh, the kid kind of. I will give him like he kind of knew. He said like, oh, Fred seems Uncle Fred seems like weird, right? He noticed. You know what okay. I mean? He noticed, the dog noticed. There were signs there that something's off. But like you said, it was all very subtle, and these guys were very polite. They look good. They're presented well. They're wearing, like, boat shoes and nice clothes, and the white gloves were the only things. They all, they had, like, they look like Mickey Mouse, so I don't know. Oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, boy! Oh, boy! Go, Goofy! Go, Goofy! Okay, uh, so I want to ask you guys, how did you feel about the ability of the intruders to physically dominate the whole family when they did not seem to have like weapons. any weapons beyond yeah. a golf club. They just went with like, the flow. Like, don't you feel like at some point one of the parents should have been able to like rush these guys and like fuck them up at least a little bit, you know? Too, because the way the camera lingers in the kitchen, I feel like it was cool because like when they show her doing her thing before the invasion, it kind of sets up like some normalcy in the kitchen with her cutting up some vegetables and her routine in there. And it also feels like it's setting up the, the environment, like where the kitchen is located in the house. What the kitchen looks like, the knives up, oh, the knives are over here. They're in this drawer like they're going to come into play later. Maybe she's going to run for them or do we know where they are or they're hidden. And then none of that really does come into play at all, really, to be honest. But I felt like it was setting stuff up. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible. I, I, I liked the way that these guys kind of like cornered this family. <laughs> I, I, I thought they it was just fun. grabbed the golf club from the whole yeah. hallway. I guess yeah. I'm- 
I guess I'm just saying I feel like if somebody was threatening your child, yeah. Don't you think you would make like more of a physical attempt to like overcome them? Do they really threaten it's really the all child? Her, it's so psychological. It's like really I know, psychological but more than anything. Do they threaten the child at all? Yeah. Yes. Face. I mean, just, yeah. they're putting their hands on him. Like if yeah, somebody's putting moving their him around hands on my child in any fashion, yeah. sure. After I would bashing, be like, what's his name's like? Mama bear mode. Okay. I think it's tough for her because her husband's like incapacitated, and yeah. so like there is a moment know. where she leaps, and then he and George leaps too when they're about to take the kid to the bathroom because he soiled himself. And uh, okay, that would be another reason why he took his pants off because <laughs> he had pee pee on him. Well, uh, but, but yeah, listen, like you know, I'm not saying that I could like physically wrestle to the wrestle one of those guys to the ground and overtake them but i feel like i could at least rush them and like break yeah, somebody's nose or, or kick somebody in the groin or something or get loose like, or get out of there i don't know just something. to like sure. get a moment of 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 purchase to be able to like try to get an upper hand i i don't know i just feel like i don't know i wish that there had been more of an attempt i mean granted then it like takes away from the movie but it's like if this were real life i would expect somebody to make a play for something mm-hmm. i feel i just I really feel like most of the control was psychological here. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I I, the I, film's like definitely playing on. Yeah, I agree with Jacqueline. I think that George like played kind of a pussy in this movie. It, like like he just he it was his knee or something like that. He, he could have done something. They play it like it's a break. At yeah. the end. Like, it looks like yeah. I mean, it's bleeding. They do, but the, I don't feel like that was really clear. Like you don't see blood at first. And yeah, I mean, no. I really thought I mean, I really you see it, it later. Like, yeah, I feel like sure. the wound got however they needed it. Conveniently yeah. for the, the, yeah. the moment, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like, you know, I don't know, but yeah, they take him out of play right away too. But like you said, had he just backed her up off, you know, at, off the bat, like maybe this would have happened. Something would have happened still, but they would have been more prepared. Or like, yeah, the way the the way the situation went was because he just didn't like read this read the room, man. Like, well, and even more insultingly, he even kind of like apologizes for her. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, my wife isn't feeling well. <laughs> He did say that. If there were, yeah, he says my wife isn't feeling. If Joey said that to some strangers that I was trying to get out of my house, I would be pissed. Mm. Like I am feeling just fine. Yeah. Uh, Mm. What I'm not feeling fine about is you not backing me up. Get these people out of my house now, now, and it doesn't matter why. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry, I'm mad about that. No, yeah, (laughs) I get it. I'm mad about like the whole situation. I feel bad uh, for the family, but like even you know, like you said, like George. You could call him a pussy or whatever. Obviously, there's an argument there, but I still feel bad. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like, he he he's not that guy, obviously. Like, he, he should have done do anything bad, but he wasn't. He, did, like... he doesn't deserve this. And neither no, does no, 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 no. Is what, you know, I could still, what do you guys I could feel still sympathize about the... with him. Yeah. What do you guys feel about the fourth wall break? I don't well, need that's it. what I wrote my I don't essay about. I don't know what about. it's there for, to be honest. <laughs> like, it's I weird. thought it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. I think it's that, interesting. Like... But I don't think the film goes enough in that direction to set that up properly. But, like it's trying to be two different things. I don't know. I know, but this is 1997, what so that mean? not a lot of movies did this. Like, I mean, The Matrix came out in '99, and there's interesting ideas throughout history. Yeah. What do you mean by this, though? I mean, like the, the fourth. Wall no, break. the fourth wall break of. Tell like, me why like, you think that's awesome, John. Um, I just love the narrative. Like, like he's like, well, this movie's not over. It's like, um, you know, uh. 95 minutes in it's not over yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think it's interesting as a device mm-hmm. but when i connect it to what i know the message is supposed to be in this movie that's when i start to have problems 
Okay. So that's why I said I think it's interesting, but not necessarily successful. Do you guys mind if I rant for a minute? <laughs> Please. Yeah. Um, you have incest math or something like that? Is I don't have it. No, I don't have incest math. I don't. Um, <clears throat> but if we go back to like the messaging. So this kind of goes back to the whole like I wanted to make a an anti-horror film that condemns violence in media. Right. Because that's where this okay. started was with Michael mm-hmm. Haneke wanting to do this. Sure. So. First of all, like, what exactly is he trying to say with this movie? Like, if that's his if that's his starting point, what does he try to say with this? Is he he's making a statement against violence in media and consumers desensitization of it? Okay, he has said that. So we know that. But like, I have a first of all, I have a hard time buying that in general. It's kind of like that argument that, oh, the movies made me do it or that watching violent movies makes you do violent things. Or mm-hmm. playing violent video games makes you do violent things. Uh, or like implying that consumption of violent media causes violence in real life. And I just don't know that that's true. I think like for almost everyone, excuse me, watching a violent fictional movie is kind of like going on a roller coaster. Like we've all heard this comparison before that it's like a thrilling, exciting, fun thing to do. It can be cathartic sometimes to some people, you know. Um, And we know that it's being done in a safe way. You know what I mean? Like nobody's actually getting hurt um, in in a, in a fictional film. Right. Okay. And so it's a way, it's like a way for human beings to explore our violent impulses or negative feelings in a safe way without resorting to violence in real life. Sure. So, so if that's the message of this movie that it's against, you know, our desensitization and like uh, making us complicit which I think is what the fourth wall breaking is doing, like trying to make the mm-hmm. audience yeah. complicit in the violence that's happening on screen. Well, then you're insinuating that watching films like this will literally make us, the viewers, more prone to violence or at least desensitized to it. And again, I just don't buy that. I think that like most people who watch horror movies are actually quite sensitive to real life violence. I think Mm -hmm. most of us, like the vast majority of us, find it really distasteful. And like one of his main techniques in the movie is the blurring of the line between fact and fiction. In fact, there's kind of a pointed conversation about it at the end where they're talking about some movie that Peter saw. And Paul is like, well, isn't fiction the same as reality? And, you know, they kind of have this argument. But I think a strong line does have to be drawn between Mm. fact and fiction so for Mm. example i do think that there's somewhat of a moral difference between consuming violent horror films and say consuming like true crime media i'm Mm -hmm. not condemning them but i think that there's a dividing line between those two and like one is real and one is fictional and i also think there's a much stronger line between watching a fictional movie and engaging in real life violence or mm-hmm. like condoning real life violence. I just think that those two things are extremely separate. Yeah. So I, don't, is, so I don't agree it, with that point that he's making there. Isn't that the point of the rewind? The rewind well, is like to show us the audience, like, oh, this is all being orchestrated for your pleasure. Like, it's conflating the, the real and the fictional. Remember. It's blurring that line. Okay. Like, you're watching a movie, but I'm going to undo what you just saw and I'm going to yep. make it go my way now. And so oh, that it's that blurring true. of the line between fiction and reality. And I just, I think that a much stronger line actually exists there. Um, and so, like, it's true that many of us enjoy watching movies with gore in them and we love a fun kill. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, we know 
that these actors went home at the end of the day after mm-hmm. filming yeah. and had dinner with yeah. their families. No one is actually hurt by, you know, making a, a fictional film. Mm-hmm. Now, like another way he could have tried to make that argument is by showing that the killers in the movie maybe had consumed a lot of violent movies or something. I still would have disagreed with that point, but I feel like that would be a more logical way to like yeah. convey that point that doesn't insult your audience. I feel like that's the killers an are very to ambiguous too. That they they go on this like spiel about their backgrounds, but none of it. It's is, all fake. Is I mean, it's true, all an, so, it's yeah. all an act. It is. You yeah. don't even know what their background is. Yep. Right. At and all. so I they... find it like kind of insulting to the audience to be like, I'm criticizing people who watch violent movies and that's you like, you yeah. know, um, yeah. and so that kind of making me... a violent movie that we all go to see. Like, I don't I don't know. Ex- so that <laughs> leads me to the... exactly. So that leads me to my final point. Like, I kind of resent the whole implicating the viewer thing. It feels like entrapment. Yeah. Like you're going to condemn the viewer for consuming violence, but you are literally the one who made this film full of violent images it's I mean, like, I'm okay with you poison, posing a question to me, the viewer, like, hey, like, what do you, how do you feel about a person who's into this kind of stuff? You know what I mean? Or likes these yeah. kind of things. Like, that's fine. But but at the same time, you just made a movie full of this yeah. horrific violence, you know? So it's like, I think it's kind of a logical and moral quagmire there. It feels a little bit like entrapment. Sure. People wouldn't consume those images, like, if you hadn't made them. So I just, I think it's, mm-hmm. I think the messaging... Uh, is not but also, successful here. Also in the movie, you don't see it until that rewind part. Well, I mean, I mean you see a dead kid on the ground with his right, head. Right, but like the, yeah, the effect of the, like it's still a brutal movie, and like the no, the, the result of the fictional violence. And he lingers on stuff on purpose, like the moment yeah, where like sure. they kill after they kill the kid and they leave mm-hmm. the room. We just He's sit just there and watch her drooling for like body. five minutes. What? Well, you see that and his out. little feet on the floor, which is very yeah. Upsetting. You see the blood against the the, the door, yeah. and you so, like, and then you, you kind of notice more detail as I was looking. My, as my eyes yeah. like focus, I was like, "Oh shit, there's blood up here. There's blood on yeah. the floor." Yep. The dad's over yep. there, and she's still there, just breathing. I didn't know if the dad was dead yet. I think I, yeah, I'm I didn't like, know either. They like, left, did he uh, kill both of them? Like what? I think they left two alive. They said because now what are we gonna get out of these other two? They mentioned. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like the dad was just lying still there. Yeah. I'm like, what's the matter mm-hmm. with him? Like, there's nothing so, worse than losing a child, so you can't torture them anymore because they're you beat them. Like, but they do kill their kid. Yeah, yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah, I don't think they meant to do that. I think they just rolled with the flow, maybe. Maybe you think they uh, meant to kill the kid? Like it was all an act? I doubt it. I think maybe they just. I mean, who knows? I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to any of this. I That's don't true. think like I, I think it's all, I think it's very much. I, I alluded to the strangers before. I think it's very much like the strangers when they say, "Why are you doing this?" and they say, "Because you're home." Yep. Yeah. And well, they ask I mean, the killers here, "Why are you doing this?" and they go, "Why not?" Yeah. yeah there's no it, reason. It, it's it, totally it was like senseless. the end of the movie. You know, they push Anna off the off the boat, and that was it. And it was just like no okay. ceremony, no fanfare, yeah. no parting nope. words, just in a split second, just like total like mm-hmm. discarding of of life. So yep. I just well, and I'll also say the brutality I think that we perceive from this movie comes a lot from the emotional reactions mm-hmm. of the actors. Like yep. the parents reacting to the kid getting shot is so horrifying for me. Um, especially like the mom is like sort of keeping it together at first. She looks at it when minutes... she's helping her husband move. Yeah, and then the she... moment you see she looked at it, and she's like, and then yeah. she she like starts to break, huh. and and mm-hmm. he breaks, and she he totally breaks, and she comes in and like oh, is kind of calming him down. 
I mean, he is like these are like guttural, like primal yeah, animals. Right. It's like Tony Collette and Hereditary. It's you know? crazy. Yep. Um, and then there's a moment later where she's getting ready to run, and she, but she kind of starts to move towards that room, and he's like, "Don't, don't even look. Like, just mm-hmm. don't." She when um, she closes the door, and then she vomits. It's yeah. super powerful. Like it's like, yeah. like that. I think contributes to. So it's like it doesn't even matter that you don't see the gunshot to the child. Yeah. Like the aftermath is horrifying. I see enough. what it means to his parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see you see his little face. corpse lying on yep. the ground, and yeah. like his little sneaker feet. I mean, it's just horrific. I think the kill is actually really well done. The fact that it happens in the other room, and it makes you guess what's going on. And then we don't just instantly go to the other room. Like, no, they're not. We're still going to focus on what's his name making his sandwich. Like, God, that fucking sandwich. And then the the racing on the TV and the blood on the TV. The mix of the sound and the road, the, the sound oh, from yeah. the racing is just like on a loop almost. You know, it's like, vroom, vroom, vroom. that's the first thing she does when she gets up, right? She turns the fucking TV off. Yep. Notice yeah. that? She was like, yeah. I can't, I can't do this. Right it's too much. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like well, we're being tortured in that scene. It's we like, were. It was oh, that scene went on for like ten minutes of just yep. the setup of the scene and her like tied up. And I noticed like I'm looking at it and she's breathing and I'm seeing like drool spittle coming out of her mouth and I'm just like she's mm-hmm. in shock right now. Yeah, she is not. Well, like... well, yeah. Did she go downstairs like cut off the tape and or she something? She went into the kitchen, and... I think. The kitchen. Yeah. And I for a minute and... there, I thought she was gone. I was like, uh, yeah. one of them still in the kitchen, and they got her. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the husband's just waiting for her to come back, but she's gone already. They grabbed her, but and somehow they back. locked the door from the outside. Like, yeah, how how is somebody gonna lock you into know. your house? There's I a just couple weird things in this film that bother me that take me out of it. Yeah, like that's not a thing that happens. The kid, <laughs> the little kid, when the little kid runs, right, and he gets out, like he can't get out the front door. Cool, he gets out the front, the top window. Smart, gets yeah. down off the roof. Goes to that little fence and just like tries to climb the fence for like two seconds, bro. And it's like, Ugh. and I'm like, bro, you're an 11 year old boy. What 11 year old kid doesn't know how to climb something? Come on. Like, I was well, it wasn't a fence. It was like, 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 like you a, got a foothold right there. It's the opening it, gate to the property. Yeah, it was like it. a wrought iron thing. So, well, that's I, kind of I, interesting. I in that it, kid a lot of slack. That's kind of interesting in itself, though, because like this is a very upper crust looking family. <laughs> so and it's like, like the gate is meant to people keep people out. You know, it's, it's like an exclusionary tactic, right? But here it's working against them because it's keeping mm-hmm. them trapped inside and it's this boy literally can't even get over it to escape. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, what For other sure. motivation do you need to jump the fucking fence, though? I mean, it's you're jumping it to save your own life. Like, that's really... I don't know. I just think the little kid could get over that fence. I know. That's my but one then rant. It, but then you wouldn't have had that, like, suspenseful scene in the house. He you know, that... well, he could have got to the house from there, like, instead. I just was okay. like, come on, man, you got the fence. All right. Well, That's maybe right. he, he just really wanted to do that he water track thing, way. you know, yeah, yeah, true, like the okay. wet footsteps on the floor, which was actually pretty cool. I kind of wish like, we got more oh, with shit. that kid. I like like I, I like, like the, the moments we had with him. Like, uh, yeah, I think he was kind of, you know, I wish he kind of had a little bit more dialogue. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, and he, he definitely good. played terror well when they do the mommy situation. He was even reading the room when they're like starting to get suggestive just a little bit about the woman. And yeah, he's like, yeah, he can read. He's like, wait, what? He's looking to his mom? mom to try to, for like some kind of cue of like how to respond. Yeah, what to this. Am I like, to do? What That's am I why when she do? gets up, he gets up. I yeah. feel like he's trying to protect mom. Yeah. I have to say like this, you know, I don't like movies where the kid dies. I don't like seeing like kids who are traumatized or abused. I don't like seeing parents reactions when their kids die. So this is like a tough. You get all last that time. The, yeah. The last time I saw this, it was pre kids for me. So 
I don't love that, but it it's extraordinarily it's effective. effective. Yeah. Like, and you see before, even before the kid's death, like he's really close with his mom and he goes to her for comfort and like, yeah. she keeps saying it's going to be okay. And like, this is like false comfort. There's no real comfort or hope to be had here. And I mean, like, it works for me. For, for it, sure. it works. It, it definitely works, but it definitely was a harder watch for me. I can imagine this can time only... around. Um, yeah, and I it, the like I said, the violence is off screen, but it's still. I mean, they show the scene after that. Yeah. It's like horrible to think of. So what happens in my brain when I watch that is I I cannot help but like insert my kids into those oh, like, characters' yeah, places, really and so like I could not help but imagine like one of my children like trying to read that room and trying to react and hearing that like hearing that terrible gunshot noise and being able to not do anything about it or like sitting there on an ottoman and you know the little body lying there with the feet there's something about those sneakered feet dirty feet right I thought they were. Barefoot. Oh, I thought he had he his barefoot. shoes on. Oh, you're. You know, he probably. Yeah, yeah they were he dirty probably was because he got. But whatever. Yeah, he took his shoes like, off the house. His little body and so, like yeah. that just for some reason his little body lying there just really got me. So yeah, but no, I, you know, I you know, I, I want to be. Let me be clear, as somebody we know would say, I've complained before about that element in movies, but. I just want to be clear that that's my own thing. It is never a criticism of the movie, like movies where a kid yeah, dies yeah. or is tortured or something. Like it I don't like the dog deaths, you know. It just you know, means that it's them, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's never a criticism against the movie. It's just uh, my own hang up mm-hmm. that it like makes it extra hard for me to watch, and I don't enjoy that. So yeah, um, it can affect a, a movie's rewatchability as well. So then you that's might true. not dying to see that film again if it made you upset. Yeah, but like we said, I think all the stuff that they do in this film is effective, though. I agree. The, the, this is a well-made film. Like the filmmaker, he sets everything up very well. And From fun. a narrative standpoint, yes, I actually completely agree. Hmm. And the yeah. violence, just like I, you, I don't think you can have this film without its violence. Like you need to have that. That's what. Right. That, in contrast to the politeness, is just kind of what makes this film like so funny that's what i like the most about it yeah i it's i do have a critique i mean there's no fucking jokes in this movie it's called funny game right? <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing uh-huh. funny in this movie at all yeah. <laughs> and that's the joke i know but that is the joke yeah. yeah um yeah uh i had some i had something i wanted to touch on uh, i can't remember talks amongst yourselves i oh the therapy session i thought was interesting Kind of like when they sit down and they go through their backgrounds, though, like the way it's mm-hmm. shot and like the dialogue. The dialogue's pretty, like, really well written, I think, in this. Um, you know, even though it's a foreign language, like I was, I was wrapped in it. I was just like, "Yep, okay, I get it." Like the little phrasings and stuff that they, the guys use, the guys you calling each other like different names, Peter, Peter yeah. and Paul, I guess, were their main names, but then they do Tom and Jerry, I guess. Or, so, yeah, but even those might might head. be fake because yeah, I mean Peter those. And Paul. That like those are biblical uh, names. Like those could have yeah. been fake. Yeah. Yeah. Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jerry's cat and mouse. Yeah. You know? Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Especially they do that one too when they're like loading the shotgun and the the one yeah. Paul guy's like, I think. <laughs> I didn't. What's notice. with Peter eating all the time? Like all. Well, remember the time. he's supposed Maybe to be he gets tubby. Nervous. Yeah. 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 Which I, like, like yeah, he wasn't that tubby. Like by American standards, not really, he's not yeah. that chubby. But maybe by yeah. Austrian standards, he's he's tubby. I don't know. Yeah. But we don't body shame here. That's mm-hmm. true. But yeah, uh, I just kind of like that background thing because I thought that was an interesting kind of deal of just like having this never telling us exactly what's going on with the the killers, mm-hmm. keeping them just in the shadows enough, like their background, so we don't you know it's not important. Well, I saw that as a way to like 
pretend to fulfill our expectations as viewers. Like mm-hmm. we want to, ha- we want to know some psychological reason oh, that keeping people that are doing that. this. Yeah. Like, yeah, like why is this happening? So they're like faking a reason, like just to kind of satisfy the audience. They speak multiple times about like, oh, we want to give the audience what they want. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's like their kind of game version. It's like funny to them, you know. It's like, oh, well, we are going to give them what they want, but it's completely made up. Like, oh, well, would it make more sense to you or would this be more acceptable to you if we told you that he came from a broken home and he was bullied and And then he's like, I'm just kidding. You didn't really believe all that, did you? Look at him. Does he look like he came from deprivation? No. You know, so like it's it's all just an act. It's all a facade. But that's like just another way that like the filmmaker is trying to use these characters to like um, pretend to fulfill these expectations but really mm-hmm. then just subvert it because of course we find out that there is no reason yeah sure. there, it's totally senseless there's also like i got a vibe like there could have been this uh, i wonder if there's any theories if there's like um if at the lake they're caught in this sort of like loop or something like the killers have learned that they can go around and just do whatever they want or whatever and so like these kids are just like in on it and they've just been going around killing all these families around this and maybe it like resets or something i don't know something interesting like that the film doesn't necessarily go that way but Mm. it's uh, because they're talking on the boat about something that was interesting i can't remember exactly what it was but they made it sound like they as if i don't know and that would explain some of the fourth wall breaking too because like the rewinding and like the kids have found out i don't know it's like a break in they're talking about a movie or something weird and peter has seen yeah Mm -hmm. sci-fi movie they were like what's fiction or reality what's the difference or whatever like i don't know so to me, that was like a heavy handed way of telling us like the the message is like mm-hmm. there is no line between fiction and reality. And yep. you, the viewer consuming this fiction makes you complicit in reality, which, again, mm-hmm. I think I've expressed my uh, disagreement with. And yeah, well, well, it's like Kevin in the woods, you know, it's like, OK, so we're the bad guys watching this, you know, uh, I mean, yeah, because they... that film does sort of speak on that, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, and because they push Anna into the water, it's just like, you know, no, no big deal. She's in the water. Next family. Oh, <laughs> man, that shit pissed me off. I'll be honest. I mean, I know. I know. That's expected. Did it? But... Yeah, I liked to. Anna. I, she was yeah. great character. Well, I did, too. But she I mean, acted the... her ass off, too. Like the husband right, acted but, his but... ass off as well. But sure. But, but she but, really I mean... went like the extra mile, I think. Yeah. Right, but they just push her in the water, and it's like, she and we was get nothing. To, like we get to see how where she come, like how she was. Yeah, exactly. Like a piece. Right, of but exactly it's right. on to the next. She's nothing. I mean, on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, it's meaningless. It's like we do with movies, right? I guess. It, on to the next yeah, one. exactly. So okay, so but really, like, next horror film, the next blood and gore fest. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, I think that's necessary. That's I'm never this watching is... horror again, guys. I can't do this podcast anymore. <laughs> we're born. We're born me. again. Rom com fans. <clears throat> this is this is gonna be a rom com. We've seen the light. We've seen the air of our ways. We've yep. seen w- what bad people we are for these violent mm-hmm. movies. And we're gonna um, be centimigos now. Yeah, we're all gonna. <laughs> we're just gonna do non horror films. No, but I mean. You know, I'm being a little glib about it, but I mean, once again, I just think in real life, people who consume these movies like us, mm-hmm. I think are like actually sometimes like more sensitive than yeah, other and people. Usually I think we're like we're more friendly. We're friendly. We we feel like the outsider sometimes. We're welcoming. You know, we um, I think we feel emotions deeply. We watch these movies and we feel the emotional horror that results from you know the violence. Just like we're talking here, like. 
watching this movie is not making us desensitized to violence. I think no. if anything, we're like more sensitized to it because it's so awful. So mm. I, I don't know. I just, which I just, is the fucked up thing about the end of the movie. They just push her off the boat. Well, it's totally then, nihilistic. Just, it's totally yeah. nihilistic. Like yeah, all of it yeah. means nothing. Yeah. Look at the yep. kill. Nothing look at Georgie's anything. kill. Georgie yeah. gets shot and it's we don't an even accident. see the room. It's we like, just see the TV and we hear them like, oh, well, look what you did. Now we're leaving. It's ruined. Yeah. You know what I mean? See you so, guys later. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the, I put the golf club back. See you later. Yeah. Like they're borrowing the eggs and just leaving, you know? Yeah. And then we see the aftermath of what they what they left, you know. But we mm-hmm. watching this movie, we recognize how horrible and like yeah. unfeeling that is. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that like the message is misplaced. I think he's like giving the wrong message to the wrong people in the wrong way. I think he does a good job about making me feel sympathetic with these like these victims. So like so, yeah, that on the narrative side, like, so that's man, the narrative like, side, and your yeah. like emotional mm-hmm. response to it. And I I, yep. I I totally agree. I think that works really well. Yeah. But I just I object to this being an anti-horror movie and a statement against violence, because, first of all, you have created the violence and you are accusing us of doing something morally wrong by consuming it. And I just I'm sorry, I just don't agree. And then he's made a film that like horror fans pass around like, oh, you got to watch funny games. Like it's a class. I've heard of this film before. He's kind of said like people who like this movie, it's because they don't get it. (laughs) And like. (laughs) I'm supposed to be insulted by, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I think, you know, I think there is a contingent of people who would watch this movie on a surface level and just be like, oh, it's a home invasion movie. But you know what? I don't find any moral failing with that either. No, Mm -mm. I really don't. Home invasions do happen. You know, this movie. I don't know. I I think I just don't see a moral problem with that. And if he thinks there is, then that's just a point that we we differ on. But um once again, this was a, a fictional movie made in a safe environment, and I feel, and once again, I feel like there's a very strong line between fact and and fiction, and I I think he's trying to blur that, and I just mm, don't don't approve. Yeah, sorry, I feel I feel very strongly about the like messaging of this movie. It's weird too because I'm conflicted, you know, because I do like I think the actual film overall is like good. Um, you Same. know, and, like it's made well, it's acted well, it's uh, it's written well. It's uh, so if, the messaging, definitely. Yeah, it, that's kind of my this, this movie made me feel sick. I mean, it yeah. was just like, yeah, Ugh. yeah, oh, this and is I gross. think that's a good enough a message. I don't think you need to write I, it in there. Yes, yeah. that, that's, so that that's, is exactly right. That's yeah. how you but make that, a statement against violence. You make a right. story that is bleak make me and feel sickening. sick watching it. Right. And I, I, that's why I enjoyed this movie, that it made me feel sick. It was just like, that means it was effective in that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm just like, I can Ugh. still like it as a piece of art, though, and know that it made me feel a certain way. And I can be like, kudos to you for directing or making this, you know, statement. I mean, it, it, it was like, like, Heidelberg, your poster behind you is like, this guy's like, like pulling a pillowcase over this kid's head. I'm mm-hmm. just like, just as a still image, it's unsettling. It's yeah. terrible. It's very yeah. upsetting. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. And so I mean it's it's, just... it's ironic in that way is that he went to so much effort to try to send a message with this movie when if he had just not tried to send a message at all the narrative would have spoken for itself. I think yeah, done I think the same job. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like kind of yeah. ironic that yeah. I And it would have felt more cohesive to me. I I think the extra stuff just doesn't it breaks it apart a little bit where I'm just like where are we going with this? I, I wouldn't have i would have minded if he was gonna i don't know i think if you were gonna go for the whole meta thing then go more on it 
uh, go a little <laughs> earlier. Give me some breadcrumbs in the very beginning. They kind of just slip it in when the dog's dead. Like there's I, that quick I, moment where he turns and talks to us, and then I'm. Sorry. I know, and and like with with this movie for me is like I loved it and hated it at the same time. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh my god, yeah, it's not a fun watch by any means. No, no, it's I was not. It's when not. I watched this it, John, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, if if you get I'll enjoyment out of this minute. movie, you're like, you're fucked up. I, go, but, I got two like, hours to kill. Should I watch the movie for this week? No, nah, I'll put it off till tomorrow. And so, John, that's the thing. <laughs> if if you're like titillated by this movie or you're not disturbed by it, then you're not going to get the message anyway. So it's going to exactly be lost right. on you. Yep. So it's like yep. those of us who get it are already horrified yeah. by the yeah, violence. J- and, and Jacqueline, those people who don't get it, you're not going to get the message anyway. So that's what I love hated about it. <laughs> it was just like it fucked me up. I'm like, I saw the remake first, mm-hmm. and they they got a it's little exactly more, the same. I think. Yeah, they got a little more visceral with it, where it was just really? like a little mm-hmm. bit more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was just like just the insinuation of what was going on. I was like. Oh my god! The, yeah. I remember the remake still had some sick. of that awkwardness to it, like this one does. But th- I think mm. this is where it's at. You know, this one definitely. This one, well, this one didn't show you as much as the remake. I don't think it needs to. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, <laughs> really it's like Texas don't. Chainsaw Massacre, right? Yeah, like, I, mean, I, th- I would, I would. It implies more. I would consider the possibility that it actually shows us less than the yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Everybody thinks it's super gory, but it's really right. not. It's just it's scary. Really, it's like, yeah. creepy, like, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really not mind. gory, but yeah. it's, it. yeah, like you All said. All the gore's in your head, because you're like, oh yeah. my God, he's killing them with a chainsaw. Like, uh, it, you know what to expect from that, but. It's the insinuation of this movie that, that you're like, oof. Oh my God! You know what's a scene oh. I loved in this movie that hit me when he's in the chair and he's trying to dry the phone, and she's about to jump out the window, and he's like, "I'm, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, like, I couldn't do it. I, you know, I fucked, like, I fucked it up. I was supposed to defend you, like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? This all happened because I didn't do anything, basically. And she still kisses him and runs to him and like souls him for a moment there, and I just kind of liked, I don't know, it was so rough, like rough and raw. I was just like, damn. Yeah, yeah. I hope it, they like, make it out. I hope one of them makes it out or something, you know? I was hoping yeah. maybe she did and like he got killed or something. I don't know, whatever. I would have been did... like I would have been like, you should be sorry. You should have thrown them out when I said so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I did love the scene of where she went out there and then the car drove by. It was like a and that was the car she should have jumped in front of. Like, well, uh, but that's the, the thing UPL is, like, you know. can't know. You can't blame you her. Yeah, know. exactly. I wouldn't right. have taken a chance on any of them on any car. Right? I would have went further into town or something. I love that scene where she's just like, no, I'm going to hide. It's a great oh, set. this one's okay. That road was so ominous looking. Oh, my God. So did they take her car? Did they take oh, the maybe. family car? Because otherwise, Mind why man. didn't they just yeah. get in their car and leave? Sure. Yeah, true. No. Or also, why didn't they just get on the why, boat? When, why didn't they get on the boat? When Buddy calls Peter, right? Who's Buddy? Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, George. When George, that, his name's not Buddy. Like, I called him Buddy for a you, moment there. You like, say that my, like you know, I should hey, know. You know what, Buddy, the, the guy when he calls Peter, um, Buddy, the on, elf. get with it, Jacqueline. Sorry. When he calls Peter and he's like, oh, "You have to send the police to my." Why don't you just call the fucking police? Yeah. They don't know why are you the calling number? somebody to call? Yeah, like why don't why don't I don't, I don't they, remember there was that whole conversation. Why, I guess they don't have like a nine one one type of service. Because the dad was like, "Call the police! Call the police!" And she's like, "What's the number?" And he's like, "I have no idea." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "How do you not know have like the emergency like, number?" Not, come on, there's I guess be something zero somebody like I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google. Okay, this. continuity. I get that. Something. That's fine. 
I and understand. you know, so you know that road that she was on when they pull up and get her. Yeah. If yeah. you had just landscaped some of that and then knocked those shrubs out, that looked a lot like the road from Raw, where they would scare the cars into oh. crashing. Oh yeah. It like, reminded me of it a little bit. With yeah. The trees and then the I got that. Except yeah. the one side had all those big, that big, uh, those like bushes or whatever. That wall of bushes. Sure. Okay, I have that out, I was like, Looks just like it. Okay. I have information. You can uh -oh. report you can report anything on 112, the single European emergency number, whose operators will direct you to the relevant services. There you go, guys. Also, the nationwide emergency number for emergency medical services <laughs> in Austria, such as a broken leg or kneecap, is 144. How long has it been around, though? That they created in nineteen. Let me find out. I will tell you just a moment. Maybe they created it because of this movie. Oh no, the characters didn't Damn know it, what to do. Those people would have been alive if it wasn't for us. <laughs> the dog. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm looking for a year. I'm looking what? for when it was established. Let me call one one four. Hold on. Don't do it, John. This number can be that called. gag scene too. I don't know. Do gag scenes bother you sometimes? Hello, I, Domino's. I, you ever feel like no. bring out the pepperoni gil. and mushrooms? Yes, thank you. When she, because she felt like, it looked like Anna was. I thought for a moment I thought she was going to suffocate on the couch next to her husband, and they and while the guys were like arguing about something, like yeah, I was like they're going to be busy arguing, and the husband can't do anything, and she's just going to like choke on her own fucking <laughs> bit or something. Okay, I'm yeah. going down too long of a rabbit hole here. I'm finding yeah. out how many hours of training it takes to become a life support EMT in oh, Austria. Yeah. So, like, I think I'm too far down the rabbit hole. I don't know. So, my answer is I don't know how long it's been around. That we'll have right. to ask. Uh, give me back my action horror and horror movies to ask okay. uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger about. Okay, it. I'm sure he yes, knows. Yes, they should ask. Them. Oh knows. yes, you're right. He would know. That's yeah. true. We should ask Stephen <laughs> Leo. They just did Cannibal Holocaust, so they would know. What is it? What does that have to do with it? I, I don't know. Nothing. Give me back. Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm giving plugs to our friends. Uh, that so. was nice. That was nice. Straight chilling. Yep. You know, I bet they well, know because they. I, yeah. I love those guys. A, a show. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Caitlin, Amy Burke. Oh Amy yeah, we had Caitlin. Everybody. Yeah. We yep, said we had all those uh, all the peoples. Two p.m. Todd. You know, love those guys. Love. So is there is there any other uh, main are there any other main points we want to talk about? Did anybody downer. major? It is a downer. It's it's, it's <sighs> realistic, it man. It's a yeah, it's it a is. movie about like meaninglessness. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Should we give our ratings? Yeah. Are we ready? All right. Oh, side note though, it's a lovely spot to to visit. It does it look, look lovely. lovely. Yeah. It does. Mm -hmm. I think I think Austria must be nice. I always picture uh, the sound of music whenever yeah. I think of Austria. Yeah, an Austrian lake. You mm -hmm. know. Sailboats. Yeah. Oh my God. Looked very yeah. idyllic. I'd like to fantastic. go Fantastic. Let's go there on a field trip, you guys, and we'll just remember the emergency number. Agreed. So, like, for our 200th episode, or we're going to now Austria. Yep. And that's... we're going to go to a lake and we're going to do the podcast. We're going to do a midsummer yep. thing. We'll bring extra eggs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, we should definitely bring like extra eggs. And no golf clubs. No. Nope. I don't like golf. So. Me either. No. Cool. Yeah. All right. John, yes. give your rating. Give your review. Okay. Uh, acting was awesome. I actually really, really love this movie. It was really hard to watch. Um, like I said, I saw the remake first. Um, but this, I don't know. This one hit a little harder for me. Um, I love the fact they didn't show 
what happened as far as the violence, but um, I'm going to let you guys talk more, but I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10 for... Okay. Jacqueline, what do you think of um, games? Yeah. I'll I'll be brief because I I already went on my tirade, you know, and I already you know read my essay. <laughs> I wrote. Um, so like I said when we were talking about fucks or sucks, as a narrative, I feel like I would rate it one way, but in terms of how successful it is at delivering its message, which I think is an important part of a film, I'd have to rate it a different way. So as a narrative, John, I would actually totally agree with you. I would give it a nine. I think just as a home invasion movie, as a horror movie, which he says it's not, but if you take it as one, I actually think it really works well. Um, I think it's tight and engaging. There's great tension, emotional investment for days, um, excellent suspense techniques and great performances. I mean, just it's really well done. Um, However, as a vehicle for communicating the filmmaker's message, I don't think it's successful. I, I, I don't agree with the point it's trying to make. And I think the way it's trying to make the point, even if I did agree with it, doesn't work. Um, and so I actually, if I had to rate it on that, like its success in what it's trying to do, I would give it a three. So I will compromise and split that down the middle and call it a six out of 10. Four. Nice. All right. Hydroberg. Um, yeah. This is, this is an intense film. Uh, it takes the time to set up what's going on and like the situation. I felt like um, it 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 moves at a slower pace in the beginning. Um, I think the camera work is really good at setting up those scenes too and using like the setting well. It helps build the tension, like you said. Just we just kind of linger on sets, and there's just something about the way this film. Like in another film, it could come across as just like boring, but for some reason, it's it helps this film. It sets tone in each uh, scene and it establishes kind of like location because it's we don't have that many locations in this film so and the house becomes like a central uh, area where the you know the crimes take place so um i just like I, I think it's pretty interesting the way it does some of that camera work um the tension also speaking of which i think there's plenty of tension to be had here i think the way the situation awkwardly turns sinister is definitely an interesting way to make a film like i think that's i don't know they just you know, you kind of know what might be coming, but you don't want it to be coming. And you're like, well, maybe it's like, maybe I have it guess. Maybe I'm guessing wrong, or maybe this one makes it out. And it's like, nah, it's all just gonna go downhill. It all sucks. Uh, <laughs> but they make you feel something, and that's that's good. Uh, it feels grounded though, too. You know, what I mean, as even though some of the stuff is like, eh, it takes me out a little bit, and the rewind stuff is weird, but most of it just feels grounded. Like it, these guys getting into these people's houses and getting the upper hand on them, it all feels realistic. It's like. Yeah, you should have just helped your wife out and thought, you know, done something sooner, got him out of there or read the situation. But like you said, our, our niceties, they get in the way of thinking, re- you know, reasonably. Sometimes you're just like, oh, well, maybe I re- misread that. I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody. And I was like, no, that guy was a wackadoo and I fucking should call him out on it or get the fuck out of there or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Protect my family. We need to go. Um, It's very well acted. That, that's one of the biggest uh things i could say about this movie is the acting is phenomenal um on all parts really the kid doesn't do as much but he's not bad either um the awkwardness of the boys like the contrast of that to like when they go bad but they're not totally bad they're just doing bad things but they're still remaining like polite mostly that's very i don't know it's unsettling the victims too are just very 
believable and i just feel for them uh, even the, even the dead you know what i mean like i feel for him i'm like hey man you could have should have done a couple things differently but still like i i get i feel for your pain is like i i can't even get up and help my wife out like he's defenseless but i don't know that's the rub though a little bit is it makes the film like a tough watch you know what i mean it's not for everybody um rewatchability is low i'm not gonna like pop this one in next christmas or anything like that it's not gonna be like <laughs> no way uh <laughs> I think films of this nature too that kind of go for like a shock value. They they don't they're not really my cup of tea. I get why I don't condemn people for liking them though. I get why people do like them because they're different. Sometimes we're so uh, like desensitized that films like this is what we sometimes need to like really feel something at least when we watch it. Like you know what I mean? The normal scares that we get in movies just what we're used to. So something like this really just kind of rocks you a little bit. Um, but I mean they're not really my my thing. But I can't really dim the movie too much for that. I don't know. A lot of times films like of that nature will the shock will take precedence over the plot. But I think this movie is very well constructed as far as that goes, except for that weird messaging that I just don't really love either. Um, there's just some things that took me out of the film and the rewind thing is one of them. I don't like it. Like I get it. I either give me more of it and structure it better or just get rid of it. I don't know. Or tell that message differently. Like the 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 gore and the violence and everything and what happens to this family. That's enough of the message, I think, for me. That's the thing. Yeah, that's I'm sorry, yeah. but the, that's the thing is like the story itself communicates that message yeah. by itself. Absolutely. Agreed. I don't need to add the Agreed. other stuff. I, yep. I do think the film is a little long. Like, I forget. I don't know. It feels like it drags a little bit at times, but that might just be because like, we do these long focuses on things sometimes. And I don't know if you cut those out, maybe it would change the tone of the film. And I that might make it more of a negative. So I can't really. It's just like there's moments where I'm like, all right, guys, I get it. Like, I don't need to watch her for 10 minutes. Like, you cut it down at five minutes of suffering in this room with the little kid out there, but they really want to like rub your face in it. So I, and I get it. I don't know. It, it isn't, it, it's impactful. So can't ding it too much, but I don't know. The slow tone sometimes got me a little bit at times uh, and became a little tiresome towards the end, but uh, I don't know what that it's called. Funny games. There's no jokes, guys. I didn't laugh once. Come on. <laughs> do, do better. <laughs> anyway so with that said i'm giving funny games i'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10 four okay now when you when you write that is that spelled f-o-r-e or is it f-o-u-r no, no, I believe it's it's like the letter right i mean like the uh, number a number yeah i think it's the number i think so but why what is that supposed positive. to mean i'm not i have no idea now. it's just telling people that you're gonna hit them in the head well, no, golf golf's ball. all about the numbers, so it might yeah, actually be four. four, the number four. Four! I always thought it was the number. Maybe. But F-O-R-E means in front of, and so isn't that yeah, so like telling probably, the people no, in front right. of you that let's... I don't know. Every time I look it up, though, it says four. Oh, no, yeah. Well, four, Jacqueline, right. that's why you're... No, you're right, Jacqueline. The show. You're totally <laughs> correct. Yeah. But I have seen it with the, the other spelling, too, so it gets confusing. Okay. Well, I'm just glad to have an answer because that was confusing. Yeah, no, you're right. Me. Most guys are doing four. <laughs> four. Um, okay, so we got nine, six, and six point five out of ten. Interesting. I like it when there's kind of a, a difference, a difference sometimes. A lot of yeah, times we end up on the same page, but I like it when when we differ mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah, you guys want to hear a little trivia? Sure. I know one thing. Okay. I meant to Go say it earlier. But, Go for uh, it. I thought it was pretty interesting. The, the couple is actually, they were a real couple in real life. Yeah. 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 He were they away, really? I think in 2007 or something. Seven. Like yeah. yeah. When the remake uh, came out, he passed away. And yeah. So they were a couple. Well, thankfully, he didn't have to see that. Girl. The husband and wife? 
Yeah, they were they were yeah. a real life couple. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I think it shows uh, in some of the scenes, like when she's helping him and he can hardly walk, and she she looks like her legs about to buckle under the pressure. Yeah. Of him in yeah. the kitchen. And he looks like he's really leaning. Yeah. He's not yeah. like yeah. He's not like balancing his weight. Somewhere I don't, else. It almost looked like they broke his leg on pre- like for the scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had great ke- chemistry in that. Yeah. Like they, that they whole did. movie, like, so because they were doodling each other. That's why I got. Doodling. <laughs> Doodling. <laughs> That's how they you were draw- is- They were drawing each other. Yeah. Doodling. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me doodle you. Like what, doodle me like one of your girls, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the video where somebody inserts an image of a cat into the scenes from Titanic, and so it looks like he's yeah. holding a cat instead of her, and he's like awesome. drawing the cat and showing it to Rose, and she's mm-hmm. like. Uh, but they're like the, every time you see like a dramatic moment, the cat's little head pops up. It's so cute. Yeah, the um, cat goes, "What the French toast?" Yeah, exactly. All right, so yeah, Hydroberg. That was that was my first uh, trivia fact. I, I thought that was a good fact. So yep, they were real life couple. Well done, buddy. According to director Michael Haneke, star Suzanne Lothar, the the mom, would often mm-hmm. have to force herself to cry for nearly twenty minutes before her takes. He said the scene in which she's forced to pray required 28 takes and Lothar was tremendously drained by the ordeal. It was oh the God. weakened reaction that Haneke wanted from her for an amazing oh scene. You can tell. I mean, oh. you can tell she's been Dude, crying. She w- yeah, she was she's like, a mess. like, yeah, she was a mess. I mean, she it delivered. was just like, oh my God. Yep. Oof. So uh, he had originally wanted to make this film in America and just didn't have the budget or logistical um, ability to do so. Um, But then, of course, 10 years later, he was able to go ahead and do his American remake. He'd wanted to do it uh, with an American setting, an American cast. And I just find it kind of funny that in his American remake production, the two leading roles are not American. Like Naomi Watts is Australian and uh, Tim Roth is English. Yep. I think that's funny. (laughs) That's a funny game. Uh, So here's a little bleak fact. It's not a good one. Um, as of 2021, three of the five main cast are dead. So not just the dad, but also the mom and Peter, the actors who really are all dead. Oh my God. So the only survivors are the kid and Paul. Yeah. Oh, those actors. I don't know oh. how they died, but I just find it unsettling that they're that those three are dead. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Because they're young. All of them are young. Like they're, not, yeah. you know, they were not. No. Ancient. They weren't old at 97, so I was... Yeah. So here's a note um, from a magazine article about the fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. On the narrative disruptive fourth wall breaking interlude following up similar themes set out in earlier Benny's video, that's another film by Michael Haneke, okay. which pontificates about the dehumanizing perils of thoughtless image consumption. And this film relieves a story of unbearable tension with prankish asides that heckle the audience for its vicarious thrill seeking. <laughs> that's exactly my problem. The film is heckling the audience and yeah. I don't appreciate that because you uh, know what? I'm it's not vicarious thrill seeking. If I were watching a snuff video, that would yeah. be and and like getting off on it, that would be vicarious thrill seeking, but nobody's actually getting hurt here. And so I just don't I don't accept that. I just I, but, I'm, a, I'm like I find that kind of offensive. No, but I mean I think the character was like actually saying that it's like okay here you go. Here's what about your... making money on on that? Yeah. Did you donate your proceeds from your films, bro? Because that would be the yeah, right bro. thing to do. 
Yeah, bro. I'm challenging you, bro. I actually do want. I kind of want to cover uh, Benny's videos though, just from what I saw. I don't know. Oh, dude, that seems so. I kind of want to watch it at least. I want to check it out. Watch it and tell me if you think I would. I don't know. Some of the images looked interesting. I was Uh, like, yeah. uh, I haven't seen the images, but just the the description of it, I'm like, yeah. It was like he wants to make extreme videos, but then like nobody, whatever he's making, I think when he finally shows it to someone, they're all like appalled by whatever it is that he's making or something. That's is that like. is that what it is though? Is it's like apparently a snuff video or something? I don't know. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know. It just yeah, sounds might, like I don't want to watch. I don't. I don't know. It sounds like a young kid who's making really fucked up shit, and I just yeah, like yeah. jackass style, but even worse. You know what I mean? Like yeah, more, yeah, dark. Mm, no, so, I'm, I'm good on that. Well, it's on the docket, wow. so yeah. Okay. No, it's not. It yeah, it's there. No. I put it there. No, it's no. We're taking yeah. it off. No, it's on there. Anyway, I agree with this Rob magazine. Zombie's coming on as guest. <laughs> anyway, I agree with this magazine review that says it heckles its audience for vicarious thrill seeking, but I just I disagree with the the attempt there. Um, this was voted number one on Watch Mojo's list of top ten horror movies that could actually happen. Yeah. And so that's one reason I really like this film on a narrative level is to me the most frightening things are all the thi- like things like home invasion, like the well, stuff that's that so weird because it's not a home invasion film. It's not a horror film. You're right. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, so it's weird that you would even think that. Why are we putting it on this show? God damn it. You're right. It's uh, not a horror movie. We, we had upgrade last week, and now we, we're losing the show. We, we lost yeah. our horror cred. We're, we're out fuck. of control. We're out of control. Comedies we, now? Funny games? What the fuck are we, we doing? We lost our cards. Ha <laughs> ha. Throw it out. Put <laughs> it out. The joke's on us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, you're right. It's not a horror movie. It's not a home invasion movie. It's not a violent movie. Which is, uh, it's not anything. Um, okay. And if you Liz... like it, then you didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like, come on. What the fuck are you doing? The What's scene fuck? where the scene where Anna and Georg recover and free themselves after the criminals leave the house. So the you know ten minutes of drooling and the the hobbling around and the hopping to cut the stuff off. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a single take lasting yeah. just that over ten minutes. Yeah. Really. Wow, that is impressive, though. Like it, that was a great yeah. scene. I like the way it's again. Sprayed. The performances like are great. In this shot. Yeah. Yes, the composition is great. I mean, it's yeah. it's well done. It's yeah. Well done. yeah. Scene was awesome. Um. So here's just a little kind of explanation from Wikipedia. I just felt like just putting it out there. So I, this kind of just recapping what I'd already mentioned before. Haneke states that the entire film was not intended to be a horror film. He says he wanted to make a message about violence in the media by making an incredibly violent but otherwise pointless film. He had written a short essay revealing how he felt on the issue called Violence and Media. The essay is included as a chapter in the book, A Companion to Michael Haneke. Well, I'm just going to rush right out and buy that. Uh, film scholar uh, Brigitte Puker, I don't know how to say it, argues that the film functions to assault the spectator, adding, on the surface, Funny Games appears to exemplify what Stephen Prince's idea of responsible filmmaking, but by means of modernist strategies such as the direct look out of the frame it establishes a complicity between the film spectators and the murderers depicted mm-hmm. in its narrative see i just don't appreciate that no it takes therefore an aggressive posture towards its audience yeah yeah it's weird too because it's like something i don't know you like again it. again if this were a snuff film i would agree with that <laughs> but there are no murderers these are characters played by yeah. actors yeah, uh, yeah, true. And but didn't, so, what exactly uh, are we complicit in? Are we right, complicit but, in like the 
the real life violence that supposedly happens because people watch violent movies? Well, I disagree with that premise. Well, and I thought about that is like, did Columbine happen like two years after this movie or three years after this movie? Yeah, two years after. Okay. But you know what? I'm going to venture a guess that they didn't see this movie. And I'm uncomfortable. I I would guess that 100%. I don't think any movie they saw like made them do what they did. That's the thing is like, you know, that's been an age old you know, fear-mongering technique by parents and religious leaders and Mm -hmm. things like this. And I think that there's been a lot of research on this topic that shows that violent movies and violent video games do not cause people to act more violently in like 99.999% of cases. And when it does, these people are already mentally ill or already um, isolated or marginalized in some way and are looking for some way to act out anyway. I agree 100%. So, Everything, their outlets, like you said. Yeah. yeah. Stephen King once said, horror movies don't... Doing it in real life or... Yeah. Stephen, Stephen King said what? Stephen King once said that horror movies don't create fear. They allay it or something mm. like that, you know? Sure. And it's like, you know, I think I think that's more true than what Michael Haneke is saying. So I just... Yeah. it's I like him as a filmmaker, though. I do like... Like, I like this film. Um, yeah, yeah so I, like he's a skillful a filmmaker. Yeah. You know what? I well, really I... wish that Nate from Give Me Back My Horror Movies had written into us because he was bitching about this movie in our our like Instagram chat yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> and he was saying like he didn't really like punt, he didn't really expand on it, but he said I feel like this movie is just giving the viewer a huge middle finger all the way through, and I don't like it. And so I mm-hmm. wish that he would have written in or called in or something that we could have heard more about that. But Nate, well, if you're listening, will... email us. Yeah. Yeah, Nate. We'll read it next. Appreciate week. you, buddy. Um, no, but the filmmaker did this movie ten years later in the American version. That's so it's too. just like, why? What did you not say the first time that you had? Well, to make I it think again? he was trying to bring it to a wider audience with you know, yep. you know, he wanted to bring it to an American audience. I think this was kind of a niche film for um, like it was meant for the original us anyway, was kind of an audience. I feel like anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, right, like the the original Agreed. is kind of niche and like, may, you know, not as well known to Americans. But when you get Naomi Watts in there, that's you know, big name. So I think it was just trying to make Hell it a bigger yeah. success. Throw an Australian in there. The Americans love that. And a British <laughs> guy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Tim Roth. I don't know if do people know that, Tim Roth as well as you know maybe Naomi. Dude, Watts, have you ever seen Pulp Fiction? So uh, well, of course we I don't have, need. I don't. I don't think Tim Roth is as much of a household name as Naomi Watts. I'm just. We saying. don't need Nate to um, write in. He can tell us next week. What he thinks yeah. that's it. true. Oh, right. is he on next week? That's yeah. right. Okay. Well, we will ask him to pontificate okay. because yeah. I Please. I would like to hear if the reason he feels like it's a big middle finger is like the same reason that I didn't care for the messaging. I'd say or so. If it's something, or if it's something else. He's a else. pretty smart dude. He, he is, of it. course. But, but yeah, if he liked it, he didn't get it. So <laughs> And he shits his pants all the time. That's what is he that says. Is that a thing? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so he can explain it himself next week. I forgot about that. <laughs> Not the shitting of the pants. The Not the no. shitting of the pants. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, hear I don't really need any explanation that. of that. Yeah. Thank you very much. I know how that no. works. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> All right. Well, so I think, is is that about it for funny games, y'all? That's yeah. it. Good. Okay, cool. That was fun, guys. That Thank was you. fun. I'm glad I'm glad we were able to talk about that. Thank you for letting me air out my, um, my anger about it. You're angry about this movie? Well, I was angry about the messaging. I, you know. not okay, the okay. okay. All right. You're oh, not no, not at, not at you. Not at you, John. Okay. I'm not angry about I'm you. Just... Pick- I'm glad you picked it. I'm... Um, 
It's probably been 10 years since I've watched it, but um, you picked this up. Re- you mentioned it recently, and he was like, All right, I'll slip it in there. Oh, was that? <laughs> did I say that? Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm glad I was glad to watch it again. I was glad to have, have an opportunity to think about it again and, um, you know, with a more critical eye. And uh, I'm, I'm a different person than I was 10 years ago when I last saw it. So I was glad to talk about it with you guys and, you know, think about it more deeply. So, like no, I'm, I'm really glad you picked it. This Check it off the list and be like, yeah, I've seen funny games. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to see it ever again. <laughs> Me either. Okay. Me either. I don't want But then again, I said that about, um, martyrs right that was a movie i never wanted to watch again but we had to watch it i had to watch it yeah. again when we covered it well and well again like a really this, good you know conversation it, and episode it's it's the same thing you know yeah. you're not going to watch it after we do this review yeah. we're good yeah <laughs> i might but <laughs> oh shut up <laughs> well Mar- martyrs i would actually that's i mean would you a, really not Oof. for a while but yeah Oof. that's another well-made film too it's like, really you know, it is it really is i mean yeah Again, I I like you know I didn't like watching it, but I enjoyed reviewing it. We're covering a well-made film next week. I so yeah, so next a, week a Serbian film. No. no, we're never doing that. Nope, that's our one. That's our. That was code. your rule, John. Yeah, I don't ever want to do it. No, thank care. you. We'll no. do it on our last episode ever. Like we'll yeah, we'll okay. Off with it. <laughs> episode five hundred Serbian film. Yeah, we're gonna end go. with five hundred. Oh, I don't know. No, mm-hmm. maybe we'll just we'll just kick off five hundred with Serbian film. Oh, great! Sounds Fuck great. that. Okay. We're not doing that. <laughs> John said no. <laughs> uh, anyway, next week it's my pick, and I have chosen a South Korean film called The Wailing, mm. which I have never seen before, and I will share my reasons for picking it next week. I hope you guys have three hours on your hands. Yeah, it's same. Two and a half. J- Jacqueline, it's, two and a half. it's long. It's long. Okay, well, I'm going to start it tonight then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who, who's our guest? Yeah, don't who's try our guest next week? We will be welcoming Nate from Give Me Back My Action and Horror Movies. And uh, I'm looking forward to that quite a bit. I am, I'm really looking forward to hearing um, his take on it. I'm looking forward to just watching it because I've never seen it. So both I've of only you seen it the seen once it? when Straight Chillin covered it. Okay. It... John, have you seen it before? Okay. So I'm the only okay. So I'm the only one. Cool. Yep. It's kind of right. like an episode of Cinemigos. <laughs> All right. So uh, that is so the whaling is actually streaming, I think, on several services. It's streaming on Netflix and Peacock, and I yep. don't know what else, but probably everybody it might else. even be on Shutter. I'm not positive, but maybe so. Maybe it so. has been before. So it's yeah. it's pretty accessible. So go watch that. Yep. That is the whaling, W A I L I N G from South Korea. Um, and we'll be talking about that next week. In the meantime, if you want to share your thoughts about funny games, like if you want to tell us why you liked it or why you hated it, or if you would disagree with us or just want to share something about that, you can email us at a cut above horror review at gmail.com. You can also follow us on X at cut above horror. Uh, you can catch us on Instagram at a cut above one word dot horror underscore review. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, a cut above colon horror review. Give us those five star ratings on uh, on iTunes and on Spotify. Mm-hmm. True story. And mm-hmm. also, don't forget to check out Cinemigos and their episode on the road. Thank you. Oh, yeah, fucking awesome. By the way, next yeah. week is uh, Watchmen. Oh, Watchmen? interesting. Watchmen. Really? You guys are just um, bouncing all over the place. It's cool. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It is yeah. cool. I like it. I got my horror fix here, and then I get like movie fix there. Yeah, different stuff. So, yeah. whose pick is next week? 
Uh, next week was John's. The road okay. was mine. Yeah. It goes Fake me, John. John okay. And then it goes uh, Rob. Rob goes last. Okay. Fake John. Okay. Got Fake it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> I don't want any part of this uh, dispute. <laughs> the real John. You're both real to me. Thank Aww, you. Oh, so sweet. Oh. Yeah. All right. So everybody go watch The Wailing. I don't know what year that is, but it's on Netflix and uh, Peacock and maybe other places, too. And we'll see you back here to talk about that movie. And keep it funny.